we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yes. It's time. The best show. Back again on another Tuesday night. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the program. We have an exciting show planned for you tonight. What? In studio. Later in the show, we're going to have the one and only Sharon Horgan will be here and the one and only Hayes Davenport will be here, and the topic we'll be talking about on and off throughout the show is what now? Oh, that's right. It's the 50 people. Let me get this right. Hold on. going to get it right. The top 50 people you wouldn't want to be handcuffed to. So you call in 201 Three two three four eight four is the number. The top fifty people you wouldn't want to be handcuffed to. We'll be talking about that all night and other things, surprises and whatnots. Is you get ready for that? Jeepers creepers, man! It's gonna be fun. I hope you'll stay. Wait, come back, please. Give me one more chance, won't you? I know this introduction was not the world's most entertaining, uh, uh, but I'm I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. All right. This is The Best Show. Ah, Wrong thing. Oh, I'm going to smash someone. The coolest intro I've ever given. This is the best show. Play the wrong thing. I'm going home. Hey, Mike. When uh, Sharon and Hayes get here, just tell them I left. They can come on and plug a couple things, and then uh, then uh, everybody can leave. What? Oh yeah, open mic night. Yeah, it's like a coffee shop. 
I tell you, man, some of these coffee shops got to knock that off. There's this one that I really liked, like a non-chain one. It's like, oh, this is great. Local coffee place. Then suddenly I go in there. Acoustic guitar playing. Now I'm rude for wanting to just like keep my head down and just look at the, 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 the put the headphones on and look at what's on my compute, computer screen. I'm rude now. I'm the bad guy because I'm not watching this guy up there uh, doing a hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Hang down your head and cry. Hang down your head, Tom Dooley. Poor boy, you're bound to die. Hang down. Yeah, I'm rude. Because they're all look. I'm sitting. And I'm, the problem is, I'm sitting right in the middle of it. The guy's like four feet from my head. I was getting hit in the head with his tuning pegs. So he's playing song after song after song after song after song after song. I just wanted to hear a song like this song that tells you, once again, yes, the best show's back. 201-332-3484. Going to hit the post in 3, 2, 1. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
start doing a fake radio voice. Like some people on the team. Look! I didn't say it. I'm only going by what Gary the Squirrel said. I was listening to this thing. Hey, by the way, this is the best show. My name's Tom Sharpling. We have an exciting show for you tonight. Star of Catastrophe and Pulling and many other things. Sharon Horgan will be in the studio. Joined by the amazing, the one and only Hayes Davenport, he of Hollywood Handbook fame. Cannot wait. The topic tonight, we are talking about the top 50 people you wouldn't want to be handcuffed to. The top 50 people you would not want to be handcuffed to. We'll be talking about that all night. It's going to be an extravaganza of comedy. And I was referencing a show I heard. On the best show uh, network. Gary the Squirrel's Broadcasting Boot Camp, episode one. Where Gary the Squirrel took uh, two of the uh, producers on the show. Uh, 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 Jason Gore, a.k.a. Dudio, the dude who built the studio. A.k.a. Slaw Dog. Oh, wait, I wasn't supposed to mention Slaw Dog. Sorry. And uh, uh, Pat Byrne. And he put them through the paces in terms of uh, teaching them broadcasting. And then Gary kept calling out uh, Jason for having a, f- a fake radio voice. Which I don't hear it. So that's where Gary and I part. I don't hear it. I hear just the mellifluous sounds of a man who paints with his, uh, with his voice box. Whether he's telling you that... There's a uh, two for Tuesday coming up. Uh, will you get two Fog Hat songs, a back-to-back Fog Hat coming up? Or uh, a special uh, one-hour rock block tribute to Aerosmith, uh, 90s-era Aerosmith. It's coming up. That's what I hear when I hear Dudio talk. So if you want to get that, you go to uh, thebestshow.net. You can download that uh, Gary the Squirrel's Broadcasting Boot Camp there. The debut episode. Music. Oh my goodness. What did we hear? We heard two things. Two new things. The first uh, the, the The second thing we heard. We're going from back to front. Ravi Shavi. On uh, Almost Ready Records. A brand new EP. Called, uh, called Independent. The name of the song we heard is The Ruins. I love Ravi Shavi. The album was great and this EP is great. And it's Almost Ready Records and that's uh, almostreadyrecords.com for all of your Ravi Shavi needs. And starting us off, Giorgio Murderer. No, that's not Giorgio Moroder. Giorgio Murderer. Great album. New records called Holographic Vietnam War. 
And we heard the theme from Bill and Ted versus Grey Goo. Okay. That was the name of the song. Look, we're running out of titles, everybody. I don't blame them. So they named the song theme from Bill and Ted versus Grey Goo. What are you supposed to call it? Uh, Can't Stop Dancing? That's been taken. Wait. Is there a song called Can't Stop Dancing? Maybe that's the new... Well, I'm writing a new thing for... I figure Google needs a new thing for two years from now for their thing. That would be a pretty good... uh... Pretty good uh... all-purpose kind of hit song. Can't stop dancing. Can't stop dancing. Feel the beat. Feel the heat. Feel the beat. And then I can't stop dancing. It'd be like a good song for like that one of those black eyed peas. The other two to work on. Do you think they are ever just like, and I know talking about the other two black eyed peas is a little worn out. They must still sometimes be just like. We can do it. These other two aren't paying attention. We can knock them out. But maybe at this point, no one's talking like that in the Black Eyed Peas camp. What's probably going on is that they have to, like, plot out, like, when they'll meet to talk about a new project. As if, like, something good is getting together. Like... It's like when Metallica must talk about these new albums, like the idea. We're talking about doing a new album. Who cares? Nobody cares. And we're rehearsing. These bands rehearse. They talk about working on a new album for, for four years. We've just been jamming a lot and taking different riffs and putting stuff together. And uh, we're really going to just build out a new, new album. Okay. Nobody asking you. Nobody wants it. All they want to hear when they go to the show is Master of Puppies. That's all they want to hear. Master! Master! Master of Puppies. They don't want to hear no new stuff. Here's one from St. Anger. Okay. I am going to check out the t-shirts but then that's how they get you too they play a song so bad that you go buy a $60 t-shirt I showed them they started playing the new stuff I walked out oh you left? no I went to the uh, to the merch table and bought a a $60 uh, uh, three quarter sleeve uh, baseball uh, jersey with the old stuff on it. It's got the the cover of Master of Puppies on it. I didn't get the new thing. They think I'm an idiot. I wonder if when they look out at the stage, they just see like piles of money. Like everybody just looks like money at a Metallica show. What if they just started calling the audience money? We Thank you, money! We're here to play for you tonight, money. There ain't no uh, spirit behind none of that stuff. What did I want to tell you about? Well, my friends, 
Some very exciting news. Last year, Sharpling and Worcester took their comedic stylings to the city of Nashville. We performed at Third Man Records, a sold-out show at Third Man Records. What a great night that was. And that show was recorded for an album that is available on Third Man Records for pre-order. It has happened. Finally, the album you've been waiting for comes out on July 1st. Go to thirdmanstore.com. Pre-order your copy. It's a really good album. Great, a uh, great uh, comedy, great music, all kinds of uh, stuff, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it. You're not going to want to miss it. Pre-order it over at thirdmanstore.com. Sharpling and Worcester live at Third Man Records. Pre-order started today. Get your copy. And, if that wasn't enough, the Besho mural is still up till the end of June. Where is it? I don't know. No, it's in... uh, it's in uh, New York City. Attention, people of New York City. The Best Show Mural is up, standing proud. And everybody who gets their picture taken in front of it. I was going to do one a day. I'm just giving it to everybody. Everybody, you go get your picture taken in front of it. It is at, uh, it's on the corner of Wyckoff Avenue and Norman Street by the Halsey L-Stop, uh, in the Bushwick Ridgewood, on the Bushwick Ridgewood border of New York City. For the month of June, you get your picture taken in front of it, you hashtag it to me, Best Show Rules NYC. I'm going to send everybody uh, something. Everybody who does that gets something. How about that? Never say the Best Show don't do nothing for you. Who's good here, Mike? Who? One. Is he eating oatmeal out there? Mushmouth. Tighten it up, Mushmouth. Oatmeal's for breakfast. Best show. Hi, is this Tom? This is Tom. To whom am I speaking? This is uh, Jonah from Elgin, Illinois. Jonah from where now? Elgin, Illinois. It's it's a suburb of Chicago. Okay. What's going on tonight, Jonah? Just uh, recuperating from surgery. Oh, no. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, Actually, if you wouldn't mind me complimenting you um i've been really sick the last three years i gotta say 
I do mind you compliment. And of course I don't. Please. All people say is mean stuff to me. You're calling up. You're going to say something nice. Say, by all means, say it. Say the nice thing. I've been, I've been really sick the last three years. Like really, really sick. Oh, no. And I can't tell you how much the best show's been there for me. I've been in the hospital and just listening to best shows after best shows. And there's been so many weeks when it's like the only thing I'm looking forward to. And last week's show really, really uh, hit home with me. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Well, Jonah, I appreciate that. Uh, you're doing, did the surgery go well? Yeah, it went all right. It's, you know, yeah, it's not the worst I've had, so it's going okay. <laughs> okay. But you're hanging in there, right? Yeah. Good. I need you to hang in there, buddy. Hang in there. Thank you, Tom. Um, I, yes, go ahead. Sir, I also have one for the topic. All right. The topic being the top 50 people that you would not want to be handcuffed to. And it's the, the, the hashtag on, on, uh, online is top 50 handcuff. Top five o handcuff, and they're pouring in. I'm looking at a cavalcade of of people. Like, sure, I wouldn't want to be handcuffed to HR Puff and stuff either. That does not seem like someone fun to be handcuffed to, right? The guy from LMFAO. I'm not sure I want to be handcuffed to him. Um, but I okay. want to hear who I my have... friend Jonah suggests. But until um, he calls I in, I'll listen to what this guy named Jonah has to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, before I you give the two. thing, before you give the thing, Jonah, just hold on. Just listen to this this okay. music. I'm gonna... Hey, Mike, he can't hear me now, right? Guys like this call in. Look, I want the guy to be well and everything, right? It's like a bummer to start the show, this guy. Because, look, I know he's like not doing well with his health and everything, and I want all the best for him. But independent of that, he's he's boring. Like this guy could be this guy could be fit as a fiddle, and he'd still be putting me to sleep. Now I got to talk to him about his surgery. All right, I better get back. Hey, Joan, you're back on the show. What's uh, what's up, buddy? So, what do you got for the topic, uh, pal? I have two. One is any of the murder junkies or Texas Nazis. Any. So you're just saying that's a freestanding pick to not be yeah. handcuffed to any murder junkie and or or Texas Nazi. Yeah. Or the other is any Joe Pesci character from a Scorsese film. All right. Give me someone specific. But let's talk real. Let's not talk characters. Give me a uh, – give me a, a – would you – you wouldn't mind being handcuffed to Joe Pesci, though, right? Would that be that would not be the all time worst, would it? No, that probably that, that could be potentially interesting. Yeah, so let's take that off the list. Let's go with uh, let's go with Dino Sex from the uh, the drummer from the Murder Junkies. <laughs> Dudio, he went out. What is this? I tell you, man, it's straight up clown town in here sometimes. God, Mike's out there eating a bowl oatmeal, and he's uh, putting this guy through who's running me through like I'm uh, like I'm working at his insurance company. He's telling me he's telling me all his stuff like I'm here denying him coverage. 
got this guy doing that. Mike's got a mouthful of oatmeal, and the Dudio leaves. <laughs> Who knows where he is? So I'm going to put Dino Sex 40, 40. He goes number 40 on the list. Oh, All thank right. you, Tom. Of course. And look, buddy, you, you keep staying strong and you keep getting better and, uh, and, uh, keep, just keep doing it. We, we need you. Thank you very much. All right, thank you take you. care of yourself. Bye. Bye. Best show. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking? Beth. Beth. Mm-hmm. Beth, where are you calling from? Long Island. Long Island. Very interesting. Are you a lifelong Long Islander? No, I was born in um, Jackson Heights. You're born in Jackson Heights. Mm-hmm. And what made you move to Long Island? You wanted to be um, closer to the source, right? Right? What's the matter with the clothes I'm wearing? Right? You want to see where the stuff went? There's the house he crashed into. See that house? That's the one house Billy Joel crashed into. And then over there, he crashed into that other house. Come, come to, come to think of it, he he crashed. I'll show you the houses he didn't crash into. Just imagine what that's like. You're asleep. Your house gets crashed into, which would be the scariest thing ever. And then you get out, and then there's a, a Billy Joel, and he's just like, what's he What's he doing then? Is he singing a song? Is he just like trying to like charm you into not calling the cops, right? Yeah. What's right. He, right? Right. What's he, do, what's he doing? Like, and we will all go down together. Right? Mm. All over your lawn. Right? Mm. All right, Beth. What do I owe the to what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um, I have a couple for the topic. Alright. Alright. What do you got? Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen, okay. Interesting. Well, I don't know if this is a little bit too old of a reference, but someone from Rupert the Show the Chair. Do I remember the show The Chair? Who do you think you're yeah. talking to? Of course I do. Um, any one of them, Shane or Chris Moore, even the Shane girl. Dawson. So you're saying you don't yeah. want to be handcuffed to you two superstar. Shane Dawson. Who you know, Definitely. he must be going around looking at these Lily Singh billboards. He must be furious, right? He has he has a podcast and he's just very Oh, of course. great. Of course he does. <laughs> Welcome to the world of broadcasting, Shane Dawson. What's this clown saying that anybody else isn't saying better? He just insults other YouTubers, basically. And also his co-host is uh, Jesse Buttafuoco, Joey Buttafuoco's daughter. Well, you, Beth, I have never done Billy Joel in his most outrageous driving incident never did a 180 the way i'm doing on this podcast i went from thinking it sounds like the last thing i'd want to listen to to i'm gonna put it as my third favorite podcast ever because it's shane dawson youtube superstar yeah paired with the who is it the son of joey Uh, butafuco 
The daughter. The daughter of Joe, Jesse Buttafuoco. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, she's not, like, shy about it. Like, she'll, like, reference it. Like, someone will be like, oh, I broke my leg a couple years ago. And she's like, my mom survived getting shot in the head. It's okay. And it's just really awkward. Well, that sounds like a charming program. It is. So, yes, I'm going to say Shane Dawson, uh, 32, goes on the list. You wouldn't want to be handcuffed to Shane Dawson, YouTube superstar, Shane Dawson. Yeah. Anything else, Beth? Um, No, that's good. All right. Have a grand evening. You too. I'm being told to go to the hotline, that we have a call coming in here. I'm told the hotline... uh, I'm being told not to bother with the, 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 and I don't mean this the wrong way, uh, the nobodies and the nothings who are calling the regular phone number. I'm being told that there's an actual, uh, rock star on the hotline. Is this true? Hey, hello. Hey, who is this? Is this Neil? Hey, yeah, it's Neil. Neil Haggerty, my favorite, the rock, le- rock legend, Neil Haggerty, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep it coming, man. I like Right? The, the, the guitar, he played guitar in Pussy Galore, one of the all time greatest bands. And then leaves Pussy Galore, goes off, starts Royal Trucks, one of the all time greatest bands. Then they, then that blows up and then he starts Howling Hex, one of the all time greatest bands. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. How do you do it? How do you do it, Neil Haggerty? I don't know. But it cheers me up to hear you talk about it. That's very nice. Well, you done did it. I, the, the proof is in the pudding. You, you yeah. got a new album out now called Dan- Denver. Yeah. On Drag City. City. Yeah. It's such a great album. Well, thanks. So, Neil, you just finished your, uh, you've been checking in with us, uh, over the last, uh, uh month or so, cause you, uh, went on tour. You were touring, uh, the continent, as they say. Yeah, the, yeah, the continent. And how, the EU. how was that? Uh, it was amazing. Yeah, it was good. You and the rest of the Howling Hex. Yeah. Rocking it out. Yeah, yeah. The big stages. What would be the highlight? What was the highlight of your European tour? This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Most of you listening right now are probably multitasking. Yep, while you're listening to me talk, you're probably also driving, cleaning, exercising, or maybe even grocery shopping. But if you're not in some kind of moving vehicle, there's something else you can be doing right now. Getting an auto quote from Progressive Insurance. It's easy, and you could save money by doing it right from your phone. Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Discounts for having multiple vehicles on your policy, being a homeowner, and more. 
So just like your favorite podcast, Progressive will be with you 24-7, 365 days a year, so you're protected no matter what. Multitask right now. Quote your car insurance at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Uh, I can't really say. Just, uh, I don't know, driving maybe. All right, not the shows, the driving. Man, I drove from Nice to Barcelona in some stick shift car. Mm-hmm. Like, as you know, yeah. That was hard to beat. All right. You're out there. Putting miles down. Yeah, in the sun. In the sun. Guitars in the back. Well, actually, we just had everything waiting for us at the... Okay. Guitars not in the back. No. No guitars! So I'm going to just spin it the other way. No guitars. (laughs) No. Uh, (laughs) Oh, sorry. No, no. I should have said yes, right? No! You gotta look. I want the real, the real deal here, Neil. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I was worried about being on hold because I was trying to think of things to say. Oh, you, you just don't worry. I'm going to ask you a few questions. All right. You know that song you have on the new album? Well, the the second song on the album? The one where. Oh, yeah, the Colfax. Yeah, Yeah, you're asking me about Colfax. Yeah, and you say in the lyrics, you're like, you're like, uh, the DJ had a coconut latte. He told yeah. the man to put it on ice, 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 right? Yeah. Yeah, there's a, those lyrics were written by Lexi Mountain and me together about Denver. She came out and stayed with us and like. Mm. I thought that was about me, stuff. but it's not. No. Uh, hurt my feelings. You think of yourself as a DJ? Yeah. Yeah. Playing your record a lot. Yeah. You think I'm more than a DJ, Neil Haggerty? Oh, I think, yeah, you're creating an entire universe of fictional uh, radio land, you know. I love it. You know what? I don't need to be in the dumb song. Not the song's dumb. I don't need to be in it. Uh, uh, this is better than that. You just said I'm creating okay. a universe, a world builder. Yeah, you are. Thank yeah. you. How do you feel, Neil Haggerty? The NBA finals are over. Yeah, it's, it's been weird. I missed almost all of it. I have to go watch the, uh, they put those DVDs out or whatever, you know, for the, the yeah, the championship season. season. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it was weird, yeah. But isn't it crazy that a team is, 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 uh, is hot and is, is fighting for, for led all time status as the Golden State Warriors that they would, they would run out of gas on the final game. Yeah. It was like both uh, outcomes were just, you know, negative to me. So it was like I didn't really enjoy, you know what I mean? Like the, uh, the setup to it. You didn't Some enjoy it? was pretty good. No, either way, whoever won it would have been a bummer to me because the other one would have to have lost. Oh, I see. Yeah, that, that, I, I see that. But I was... I if felt the Thunder had beaten the Warriors, that would be a different story. Then I would have been all over that because. Well, then you would have been all I, Thunder. Oh yeah, that would have been amazing. But yeah. you know, I like LeBron James. You know, so it's like that's cool. 
Well, you should like him because it's just like a guy like, it's like anybody, all these people, now there's people just saying like, he doesn't have the killer instinct. And like, they're trying to just do anything to bring him to like, this dude, this dude passed the test. He is unimpeachable until the end of time in terms of basketball, his accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. Is there something, uh, some people just have this, uh, something they don't like about him. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Do you know what they don't like? They don't like somebody who's supposed to be good and then they stay good. That's uh that goes against like American values or something. Is that missing the doesn't make a lot of sense really, right? I don't get it sometimes. Now people want a couple questions somebody wants to know here. What's your favorite uh David Briggs produced album? Oh, that was uh, I was saying it was the Twelve Dreams of Doctor Sardonicus. Ah. You know that spirit. spirit. It sounds so, it sounds like it was recorded in the mid-80s or something. It's just weird, like, it's all analog, but you got this weird sound. It's like, I don't know. Spirit. Maybe that a lot. Yeah, spirit. Spirit are about to get very rich, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the estate of uh, <laughs> yeah. Captain Copter and the Twirly Birds. Yeah. Right? <laughs> how, how funny is the band Spirit when you think of it? It's just like, it's these dudes... And then one of them is just like, hey, I think, was it his father-in-law? Uh, or was his dad? The drummer? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was just his... Like an 80-year-old guy? Yeah, yeah, it was just his dad played. Suddenly it's like, hey, who's going to be our drummer? Well, maybe, uh, what if my dad drums with us? And then... No, maybe, you know, he was impressive, something like that. But you'd see it's these... ball head dude, right? Yeah, you'd see these videos of it. And there'd be just like this, this old, <laughs> this like ancient dude, like really holding it down on the drums yeah, while he's. You know what? They paved the way for Midnight Oil. You just made me see that. Yeah, he he was the whole. the proto Peter Garrett. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing. He probably created tens of thousands of jobs. <laughs> giving there. giving hope. So you're saying he gave. Yeah. He, you know, a lot in Australia, I bet there's a lot of dudes that are like big stars that look like that. Inspiring. It's an inspiring story. It's an, it's a story of heroism. Yeah, I'd like to see that. That, that would be better than Whiplash or one of those other movies about music. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I'm with you on that. Now, Neil, when, when does how, when does Howling Hex, uh, come back on the road again? When does that happen in, in the U.S.? They're doing September. Yeah. It's going to be cool. And is that coast to coast? That was just going to be the East Coast, and then we have to do the West Coast, like, later on. All right. I will be in attendance. Yeah, we'll leave tickets for you. At every show, right? We'll do. I like that. Yeah. You hear that, Mike? Yeah. Don't let Mike in. For Tom. Don't yeah, let Mike like, in. I'm telling yeah, you. Oh, I want to tell Mike, uh, we listened to a lot of greetings from Asbury Park when we were in Europe, man. forgot to mention this. Does he like that? What does that rate with him? Mike, where does that rate with you? On the... Yeah, the first the album. He, 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 where? Bruce Springsteen. He, he said it's not his favorite. He said it's not his favorite. 
Uh, he the, likes the, the he likes Lucky Town and Human Touch. That's more. Oh, he likes wow. the stuff without the E Street Band. Oh wow! So as an entity, he likes those two as a, as a pair. Yeah, he likes the pair. He likes that song Fifty Seven Channels and. Um, All right. Right. Somebody wants to know what's your what's what, who do you think the world's greatest boogie band is, Neil? Oh wow, Haggerty wow. of Pussy Galore, Royal Trucks, and Howling Hex fame, whose new album Denver is available on Drag City Records right now. Dot com. I think the Howling Hex is the world's greatest. Oh, boogie band. that's the right answer. That's what you do. You loop it back to yourself. What are you supposed to do? Well, I have to just. I got to be honest, man. That's all. Yeah, you guys are laying it down pretty thick now. Oh, wait, yeah. You're not messing around anymore. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a good way, you mean in a good oh, way. Oh, in a good way, yes. Yeah, yeah. You're laying on thick to me as a connotation of, like, you're, yeah, you're lying. Oh, no, no, I meant you guys are yeah, just, yeah. you guys are, you're pushing it hard. You're not, you're, you're not holding back. Yeah, I guess, I guess it's uh, my job or something. I don't know. Well, it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. And you yeah, are yeah. doing it, Neil Haggerty. Oh, thank you so much. All right, buddy. I got a, I got a, a full show here, but I wanted to talk yeah. to you about... Uh, I'm Guess glad the tour went yeah. well. Guests look really great. I'm going to check them out. Yeah. All right. It's going to be good. I'll talk to you All later. Right, thanks, Tom. Okay. Yeah, bye. bye. All right. So the song wasn't about me. I'll recover. I'll cry in the car tonight. Look at some of these pictures of people want handcuffed. To be handcuffed to Pendulette. Yeah, that's a pretty rough one. Geraldo. Oh. Yeah. George Will. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. As we say in the game, oh, brother. What game? The Zinger game. My friends. This is the time I want to tell you, the best show listener. Look, do I know what I'm doing when I make food? No, I don't. It's hard. I don't know what to do. I end up just eating a pile of hummus. I stick the dip things in it like carrots and then run out of those in it and I pretend my fingers are carrot sticks. I don't know what I'm doing, so that's why I, for one... I'm grateful for Blue Apron. Why? Get a load of this. Blue Apron. This is a company. They send the food right to your house. And it's less than $10 a meal. You get these pre-portioned ingredients to make uh, delicious home-cooked meals. And it works out. It's like less than 10 bucks a meal. You got good. And it's good stuff. It's good stuff. You know what I had uh, the other night? You know what I had? Steakhouse salmon with a vegetable medley of thyme potatoes, green beans, and mushrooms in lemon vinaigrette. It was so good. And they have all the information, all the uh, the, the steps of doing it on these cards, and it, it, it walks you through uh, to do the ingredients and the measurements so you can make it again if you want. It's really fantastic. You, you, know, you know the sequence, so you can, so it's all ready at the same time. Meals in June, they have spicy Korean rice cakes with snow peas and pea shoots, sweet chili ponzu catfish and green beans with coconut ginger rice. 
Huh? I'm telling you, the food is so great. You know? They know that when you cook with uh, incredible ingredients, you're going to make an incredible meal. It's high standards, man. Family-run farms, fisheries, ranchers, artisanal suppliers. Blue Apron, they're bringing the best. New recipes are created each week by Blue Apron's culinary team and are not repeated within a year. They're flexible, so you can customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. You choose delivery options to fit your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get the best uh, the deliveries when you want them. It's easy, step-by-step, easy to follow recipe cards, like I said, and the meals can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And I'm telling you, Blue Apron, I tried it. It's great. This is what you do. And you listen to me and you listen good. You check out this week's menu and you get three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash B-S-T-S. B-S-T-S. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash B-S-T-S. Blue Apron. A better way to cook. Or, as I say, Blue Apron. Make some food, brah. One other thing I want to tell you about the best show listener. Razors. Not the scooters. The face shavers. That's right. And if you're going to shave your face... And shave your face. Enough with these beards. Stop it. Go to harrys.com. We got these Harry's razors. I've tried them. They're great. Everything, the products are really nice. The packaging is great. It's a perfect gift if you want to give gifts. But this is the time you do get it for yourself. Harry's is the only company that, uh, uh, the, the only shaving company that has amazing quality and low prices. Just one razor with all your, all you need for a close, comfortable shave. Five German crafted blades, flex hinge and lubricating strip. Quality is guaranteed and you get a full refund if you're not happy. And yeah, look, I've tried these razors. Some of them are terrible. Some of them are good, but they're super expensive. But this Harry's razor's right in the middle. Just like the bear, right? Isn't that a kid's thing or something? The one bear or something? I don't know. But you get a great shave with Harry's. And the pricing is as great as the shave, which is great. It's all great. Factory direct prices cut out the middleman. Half the prices of the leading brand. So this is what you do, my friends. Harry's starter set is called the Truman. And it's a great option for new customers and an amazing deal. So for just $15, you get a razor handle, moisturizing shave cream, and three of Harry's five-blade German-engineered razors. Plus, there's a special offer for fans of the best show. Harry's is going to give you $5 off your first purchase with promo code BESTSHOW. Go to harrys.com right now and look for the Truman set. That's harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Enter the code BESTSHOW at checkout to get $5 off and help support the show. So stop compromising and give Harry's a try. 
Do it. Harry's. Shave your face, bro. Starting to catch on. It's starting to catch on. Well, well, well. Who's good here, Mike? Three. Your idea good or my idea good? My idea of good. Oh, this should be interesting. Best show. Hello. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Brock. Brock. Wait, hold on. Brock. Yep. What's up with your phone, Brock? Oh, sorry. I was playing the radio and things got all screwed up. All right. Tighten it up, Brock. Come on. All right. Where are you calling Uh, from, Brock? I'm calling from New Jersey itself. Yeah, right. Don't say it like that. I'm sorry. New Jersey. There you go. What's on your mind, Brock? Uh, I have some ideas for the uh, top 10, 50 people you don't want to be handcuffed to. Okay. First off, Rihanna, because, like, chains and whips excite her, so that would be bad. Yeah, okay. Sure. Yeah, that's also, making the list. Also, are animals allowed, or is it only people? You know what I'm going to do? I want to hear you. First of all, Rihanna, everybody's going to ask to be handcuffed to Rihanna. Uh-huh. You could hang up to a famous person. Yeah, I'm point. I don't know. I'd be intimidated, though. Okay, well, that's a different story. You, you, look, I'm not talking about this with you. How old are you? I am 14. Yeah, we're not talking about this. All right. Do animals count? I want to hear yeah. what your answer is in terms of being handcuffed to an animal. Uh, the penguin from Wallace and Gromit, the creepy penguin. That guy was freaky. Nah, eh, I'm not. No, that doesn't count. No animals. All right. Not that. Not even. Not the penguin from. But he's made of clay, isn't he? We just fall through the handcuffs. If it was hot, he just melt all over the handcuffs. You have a good point. So what's and going on? Last, Give me this last year. one. Give me this last one, Brock. Gary Busey. Nah. Eh. All right. Put him at forty nine. Gary. It's a. It's yeah. <laughs> For you, Brock. Thanks. Hey, Brock. Yeah? How's school going? You done now? Yeah, I'm done with school. I'm going to high school. Get ready. I'm ready. This is what I say you should do to prepare for high school. All summer. Yeah? Get a bucket and and fill it up with water, right? Yeah. And then grab the back of your hair, right? Yeah. And then push your own head into the bucket. Okay. Over and over. All right. Is this warm water or cold water? I need I need details. Um, I would say. Well, that's a good question. What temperature is toilet water? I'd say a nice. Well, it depends on your situation, but I'd say it would be like a nice lukewarm. Okay, so lukewarm water. Yeah. And stick your own head into that bucket, oh, and up and down, like over, like, and then just once in a while yell like. Had enough, nerd? And then you go, yes, sir. Look, and I'm only saying this because that's what every day of high school is like for me. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Every day. Unless you're like a tough guy. You might be the one picking on people. 
Well, I'm going to an art school, so everyone's a nerd. Yeah, you're right. You're not going to go through. So, art. You like art, Brock? Yeah, I, I make music. Like what kind of music? Uh, I do. I play the drums. I also play the ukulele, and I also make electronic music. Okay. Who are your favorite artists, Brock? Oh goodness, I'd say Radiohead, Dirty Projectors. Mm. Uh, they might be giants. Mm. I also hold on. Let me think. I I listen to a lot of different music. Like I've recently been listening to a lot of hip hop. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like who, Macklemore? <laughs> you like Macklemore? <laughs> no, like MF Doom, Kendrick Lamar, mm. um, okay. and then yeah. some Danny Brown. Yeah. Yee. All right, Brock, you got good, you got pretty good taste there, buddy. Thanks. What do you think of uh, what do you think of Nick Cannon's Wildin' Out? Hmm. You ever watch that? No, I haven't. Nah, I'll I make sure to though. No, don't. It's bad. Oh, okay. is it All bad? Right. All right, never All right. mind. Hey, Brock. Yee. All right, you're done. Sorry, Brock. Are my guests here by any chance? Um, you want? Can you bring them in, please? And can you tell them the rules of the show, please, before they come in? Reiterate the rules. No cursing. That's right. No cursing. No cursing. Good heavens! You're gonna sit there, huh? Bold, bold stand. How are you? Oh, Tom. I didn't turn your mic on yet. How are you? I'm okay. I didn't turn your mic on yet either. It's a are trick. We, are we on the radio now? Now we are. Where's, um, where's John? Okay. <laughs> there we go. No, we don't talk about those things. I, that's just, just that's him on the wall, isn't it? It okay. is, yes. Well, that's Philly Boy Roy, Sharon oh. Horgan. Oh. Yes. I'm joined... In studio. First of all, you have beverages, right? Yeah, I've got um, a black and tan. You didn't go for the Coors Light? <laughs> Mike drink. Did you meet Mike? Uh, like yeah, 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 I did. Nice guy, right? He's all right, yeah. He's all right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we don't want to go overboard. He's... No. No, let's... He drinks Coors Light. That's his, that's his thing. Yeah. All right. Is he coming in? Oh, shit. Oh, well, there we go. Oh, <laughs> That's a big a, culture shock. It is a big culture shock. This is, it's like it's. This She's is never not, been to New Jersey before. This is not Radio Caroline. <laughs> we're we're not the boat that rocked. We're not playing pirate radio out in the middle but of the. Who who, ca- who cares? Who cares about what? Swearing on the internet. I do. <laughs> But it's like, because it's not... The kids. It's for the kids. It's the kids. This is get everybody listening. Okay. Picture the family sitting around the radio. The little kid sitting cross-legged. He's wearing a full cowboy uniform, and he's sitting (laughs) cross-legged in front of the radio on a circular rug, and he's got his little (laughs) six-shooters. Yes. (laughs) He sounds like a good future citizen. For you guys, anyway. Yeah. For us. I have in studio Sharon Horgan. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I feel a bit nervous now. Don't be nervous. Well, because my language is appalling. It's fine. Okay. It's going to be fine. You just relax. She has variations on the traditional swear words. Yes, exactly. That might be. Are those okay? 
You mean like a cockney kind of thing? Sometimes she takes like some of our normal swear words and changes like one letter in them. You know what I mean? Well, can you give me an example? I don't know. Like if you do that thing where you She changes like, a U to an E a yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Does Let's, that soften it enough? Try that. I, I don't Let's, I don't want to try that. Let's And I also have Hayes Davenport uh, here. How are you? Oh, Hayes? Tom, it's so nice to be back. It's nice to have you what back. A, what a great presence. Now for people I am on the show. Yeah, you are. Well, you are. Everybody loves you, Hayes. Hayes is like an old friend now on the show. He started off, let's see, people are saying, let me see here what they're saying. Well, yeah, what's the early reaction? The early reaction is, uh, okay. Oh, it does, right. it does. Is that bad? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. All right, let's play some records. <laughs> well, you guys like music, right? Here's uh, six in a row. People threatening to yes. abandon the, sh- yes. the show. Yeah. Here's something by... Emerson, Lincoln, Palmer. It's 48 minute. <laughs> and then we'll be back with Sharon and Hazel say goodbye. They'll do their goodbyes at the end of the... No, now Sharon, you are an actor and a writer and a producer, right? You do all these things. For people, you... People know you best for what here in America? Catastrophe? Um, my target ads. Your target ads? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't know what they're, yeah, catastrophe, I suppose, yeah. Right? Yeah. And catastrophe is the, the show you've done with Rob Delaney. Yeah, he's, you're a super, um, number one fan after Hayes Davenport. After, yeah. So wait, he's, who's a the fan, fan of who he's now? A, Rob is a fan mostly of me. Of you. Yes. <laughs> sure. And Specifically then, of Hayes yes. on, this, on this show. Yes. So Rob's a fan of Hayes on the best Not just of Hayes. No, not, no. No, no, no. no, no, no. no not just not a fan of Hayes yes. outside of this no, the context. The three times I think I've been on the show. Where his favorite three times yes. of anything yes. ever. Yes, yes. He's been into it. Yeah. No, no, listen, he's a fan of yours. He, he, yeah, he loves you. He loves you. He's a sweet guy. I love him too. Do you? I do. Okay. Dude, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> Look, I really don't. What, is that, what, what was it? Like, even if I didn't actually like him, like, I'm just going to go. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, since nobody's, <laughs> this is just between us, right? Yeah. I'm not a big fan of him. I think he's kind of terrible. What? Am I, what is this thing in front of me? No. He, he likes, he likes your show better than our show. He, he fessed that up to me. One day. Better than... Catastrophe. Why Why choose? Makes. Why does he have yes. to choose? Well, he, he felt that he had to. Is it a contest? I didn't, I didn't put him in that position, but... Does he do that with a lot of other stuff? <laughs> like foods? He likes- <laughs> that he likes more than your show? <laughs> Is he a ranker? Is he ranking stuff? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Well, I would say... I know uh, you did Catastrophe... Which is in the second season, finished uh, on Amazon recently. Is this like a mini interview? Well, we're just talking, just giving people context. <laughs> okay, go on. Is this an, is this a mini interview? <laughs> yes, it's a mini interview. It's just funny because I sit beside you every day. And, yes, you know. But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else listening doesn't. Okay, go on. So, what were you saying? I was you saying. You should know this stuff. She's right. Like, this should be. Yeah. Look, you know. Admittedly, I haven't been paying a whole lot of attention. 
uh, catastrophe. People know you from that, and you are uh, the the star or co-star with Rob Delaney. But you also wrote, created and wrote the show with Rob. Uh huh. So you wore all those hats. But before that, people knew you from what? Pulling would be the big thing. Um, yeah, I suppose so. Or Todd Margaret. Like people over here seem to watch Todd Margaret. I guess Todd Margaret here would be. The yeah. Things, yes. That because uh, no one used to ever. Um, um, in this country mm-hmm. or New York, okay. I know it's not a country per se, but in New York, no one would ever say, Hey, you're the girl from that thing. Mm-hmm. Just the odd time, a sort of comic book nerd type of man would say mm-hmm. Todd Margaret. Okay. Mm-hmm. So no one ever said pudding, mm-hmm. even though it was on TV over here. Sure. But you'll get people who just like, Hey, it's like, Oh, I think I know you from, uh, yeah. You're, you're from, uh, from, uh, Tom Margaret, right? And then you're just like, no. Then <laughs> <laughs> you kind of put your head down and shuffle away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I say thank you very much. Thanks for, yeah. thanks for watching. I didn't know, I didn't know anyone watched that show. Well, people do watch it. And I work with you on this the show that's coming out soon, which I usually don't talk about what I actually work on here. Really? Why? Because it's boring. Don't be so shady. And people will come it's to the boring. office. And, it's boring. Don't be shady and about potentially, your day job. And potentially kill Tom. Yeah. You don't realize. You have to realize this. Oh, God, of course. First of all. Yeah. No, I get it. We're all in grave yeah. danger. Because. They're just after me. Because. <laughs> It would be quicker if I told you why they're not after <laughs> me at this point. Now, we've been working on a show that comes out later this year for on HBO called Divorce. Yeah. Right? Divorce! That's, that's, Divorce! That's sort of the theme tune, isn't it? It's just that. Mm-hmm. Divorce! <laughs> just somebody screaming, <laughs> Divorce! Just over and over and yeah. over. Yeah, the title in just a tiny font. What if they scream it? It's like a, it's like the bells at a, like a church bell, like, for the first episode, they scream it once. <laughs> and then the second episode, they scream it twice. And then by the end of the season, it's like, divorce! 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 <laughs> like, that is a great idea. Maybe man, not for this show, yeah. but for another for show. For another show. Do just you, be, Tom, yeah. do you have a theme tune? Do I? Yeah. I do. It's one of what the best. Is it? Play it? Well, we, did, we did already. I'm going to play a little bit of it for you now, though. Wait till you hear this, Sharon Horgan. <laughs> this Sharon. is Wait a good crossroads in terms of, like, who is the show for? Is it for the guest or for the listener? <laughs> <laughs> the show is for the listener. Uh, but I think in this case, it might be for the guest. You don't have to. Oh. No, not that one. Stupid. This one's fine. It's not. It's not the theme, though. No, it's not the, this is the theme. You like that? I love it. Right? It's no metronomy. Met, right, right? Metronomy. Metronomy. We say met, metronomy No, here. you don't. <laughs> yes, we do. Right? Oh, I love it. Good, right? It's Tom right. on every instrument. That's me. He goes in the studio it's, one at a time. No, it's not. See, no. I'll give. I'll send you an MP. Is that are you? On it's vocals? not me on vocals. No. no, it's a. It's a missed. It's a, a guy by the name of Paycheck. And his uh, his uh, lady partner, Mrs. Paycheck, <laughs> and the two of them did that. They're from Toronto, so um, yes, that's the theme. Do now, people here like to when they um, you know, 
make a TV show? Do they like to write? The you know, theme? this isn't a TV write show, the, right? <laughs> <laughs> write the theme tune and sing the theme tune. Is that a thing? I think Kelsey Grammer did it did on, mm-hmm. on the closing credits of Frasier when he's like, Hey, baby, I hear the things are calling. Right? Was it? Yeah. Is that him? The things. That is him. What's he say? Baby, I hear it's the things. The eggs. The eggs. Chop salad and scrambled eggs. What is it? That's not the tune. It's toss, but today chop it salad. would probably be, to update right. it, it'd probably be a chop salad. Chop salad. Yeah. Kale salad. <laughs> like the new. Kale salad and egg white omelet. <laughs> like, yeah, the Kelsey, the Frasier, uh, the Netflix series on F- Frasier that will come, where he'll just do. Yeah. I'm excited. And he to would announce. say, oh, baby, I hear the drop of comments. <laughs> it's very exciting. We're doing four new episodes on Netflix. Like it just like some unsatisfying short run of new Frasier episodes. And he would do the new thing would be, oh, baby, I hear the, bu-. what is it? The I, bells I, are ringing. What is it? Bells are calling. He says, I hear the blues are calling, but the that bl- would have to be updated as well. Yeah. But why are the blues calling? Tossed kale salad and toffee <laughs> balls. And toffee balls. <laughs> so he's so he's jumping right to dessert. <laughs> Unless that's a that's actually what you guys if don't it, eat. If it was remade um, and out on Netflix, they could call it Fraserer. 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 Right. Yeah. Don't know. I like it. No, Look, are we pitching? Are we going to go up to Netflix uh, and pitch this? This could yeah. be a good segue to the topic. It could be. And what it wills. Is, what is the topic? The topic is, get ready for this, the top 50 people who you would not want to be handcuffed to. 50? 50. 50, yeah. What we have go. to think about. You, you, you just got to rattle them off right now. Okay, here we go. Number, no, I don't. I think Kelsey Grammer maybe belongs on that list. No? Why? I would put Kelsey. Why? I, would you want to be like handcuffed? enough bad stuff hasn't happened to him. Yeah. But You're gonna put him on a. That's what I'm saying. I don't want him to be handcuffed. Well, hey, that's that's not what you meant at all. You didn't mean it from a humanitarian. I think the guy's been through enough. We're gonna put handcuffs on him. Yeah. I'm just saying, just picturing being handcuffed with him, just looking like you're like your wrist is going this way, and it's like that's who it's attached to. I think he would be having such a bad time, just mumbling about yeah. it. Yeah. Right? I've gotten people on Twitter have sent me more pictures of Johnny Depp. For this, how come Fat oh, Johnny really? Depp or which, which very? I could like pretty much everything from uh, Lone Ranger onward. It's like it's, <laughs> it's like I think we're talking. Yeah, nobody's sending me pictures of. Uh, it's not. It's not, not Crybaby. No, it's not. It's not Crybaby era Johnny Depp. It's all Mordecai and uh, Lone oh, Ranger. Mordecai is Hayes's favorite um, film. Favorite. I talk about it a favorite lot. Favorite comedy in the room. Do you? Uh, just in terms of story structure, the Mordecai, uh, arc. Mm-hmm. Like what the, is the arc? Uh, he goes to the standard hotel and he thinks that it's the, when he goes to Los Angeles and he thinks it's the kind of place where somebody might shoot a porno film. Uh-huh. But by the end, uh, I haven't seen the movie. Yet. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I've reached, that's from the trailer, I've reached the end put, of my, of my knowledge of Mordecai. Put Johnny Depp, hey, Dudio. Johnny Depp put him at, uh, 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 what, like 28? Yeah, sure. 28. He would also be always kind of like flourishing with his hands, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. And so your hand also has to like, has to get be like yanked up and time. down as he's like, oh, so, yeah. so, so. Mm. it's quite a, quite a predicament. 
Also, he uh, smells of um, cigarettes. Alcohol. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. He smokes a lot of rollies. You could just picture. You'd have to help him roll it, too. Oh, oh. yeah, of course. <laughs> Your arm would be, like, yanked over as he's like, hold on a second. I need to just roll a quick cigarette here. So and is the handcuffing, like... 24 hours, uh, there's no breaks. Well, it's a 48-hour period. Oh, just for that short of a sure. time? Well, that's still wow. 48 <laughs> hours being handcuffed to Johnny Depp sounds like I might chop my hand off. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. No, I'm not putting the guy from, from, uh, uh, from, uh, what's that band? Oh, Who's uh, the guy? Nickelback. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. What? No. You'd like to be handcuffed to him. Or well, I, just, I just look at him as like kind of like not top 50. He would not make the top 50. There's worse people. Did someone say Pendulette? Yeah, Pendulette. Who's that? He's the magician. He's a oh, yes. pendulette. Yeah. Is he the, the mute one? No. no. No, he's the other one. The other one. The one you'd say with Teller, I think I'd tell her, I'd be like, eh, I can just it's figure fine. this out. Because quiet. Guy. He's quiet. Yeah, sure. but Pendulette would be about. talking to you all He'd about atheism. Oh. Yeah, be blab. Any any atheist, I would not like to be handcuffed to. Mm. Don't you agree? I just well, don't want to hear. Yeah, there's one atheist, very famous atheist, who I don't think you're, we're allowed uh, to touch. I, I think we got to be hands off uh, on on the face of atheism <laughs> because he's a fellow countryman. Exactly. I mean, Sharon's got to go home and like uh, hang out with this be, guy probably every day. He's going to be waiting at Heathrow for you, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Waiting. I heard you on the show then. <laughs> you t- Tom told me today, Hayes, that he's trained himself not to laugh um, because he doesn't think laughing sounds good on the radio. Well, I think so it's... now I'm nervous about because I've got a very annoying foghorn. No, type. your your laugh is is great. But I'm sad that it's fed into your real life and you can't laugh in oh. real life. I feel sorry for price your of, friends and family. The price of entertaining people, Sharon Horgan. It's the price of entertaining people at Sharon Horgan. Now people are... <laughs> Kevin Pollack, would you want to be handcuffed to Kevin Pollack? That would be rough. Wow. Uh, well, this is a part of the Earwolf family you're talking about. I'm this sorry. is a guy that has a, a podcast and a network that I'm a part. He's sort of my Ricky Gervais. Oh. Yes, really. He's, he's like the U.S. rig because he does yes. this. Hayes is on the Earwolf Network. He does a show called Hollywood Handbook, and uh, re- and and uh, well, I mean, it's like being handcuffed to Kevin Pollack is also being handcuffed to Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. It's being handcuffed to Shatner to, to William Shatner. Yeah, the guy does these impressions. Oh, yes, okay. so yeah. He's the guy who all, n- all, you know, n- none of these are pleasant experience. No, you'd just be like, yeah. I would say Kevin Pollock. I don't want to put you, one of your coworkers down, Kevin Pollock. There's like an associate. You're going to go up to Earwolf. Yeah. And he's going to be there. It might actually happen. And he's going to be there doing his Christopher Walken being like, why are you like, I can't even do that. <laughs> I don't even know what that impression. <laughs> like, Try. What is a Christopher Walken impression? Like, guys like that ruin it so much. Yeah. And you're just like, I can't hear. No, that's like, I think that's uh It's a little Brad Garrett. Yeah. No, Brad Garrett's much lower than that. Is, right. Ra- is Raymond Deer, like, the word that you use to, like, get into Brad Garrett? When he's like, Raymond. <laughs> he's like, everybody knows Raymond. Everybody. 
I can't stand my brother Raymond. He's another one, maybe. I would not want him because you, he, you'd go All these up. tall He's guys. So tall. You know yeah. Brad Garrett, the brother on everybody else's yes. yes. Your arm would just be up the whole time. It would be like the blood. You're, you might lose your hand from just lack of blood. It would just be like you'd have tingling fingers within an hour because <laughs> you're not getting any circulation. I'm not putting like Brad. like a, a half crucifixion. Yes, mm-hmm. a half crucifixion. If you had Brad Garrett. <laughs> but it would be equally bad to be handcuffed to, say, Ariana Grande. Sure. So tiny. Yeah. Or a dog. And also, or a dog. I, I was thinking uh-huh. it would be Is- better to be handcuffed to someone you didn't like than to be handcuffed to someone who didn't like you. Oh, sure. So, oh, wait, so you know, because that would be stressful. Oh, absolutely. So I, to be handcuffed oh. to somebody who doesn't like you. Yeah. So if you're handcuffed to them and and you're okay with them. <laughs> you're and fine the, with them. And then they're just like. They're just really not happy that they're handcuffed. So it's quiet? Like, like a lot of quiet? Or just a bit And disgusted. you're doing a whole song and dance and you're yeah. trying to like make the best of it. Yeah, really trying hard, but you just know that I'm they're... so glad we get to have this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and hang out just the two of us. You're trying to like... Ugh. In that so case, maybe we can put Kevin Pollock on this list for me because he does not want to do my show. <laughs> so for you, that would be a bad one, Kevin Pollock. Because I would be trying so hard to impress him. You'd be like... uh You'd be like, yeah, so a few good men. I, uh, you're really good in that. And he'd be like, the usual suspects, you jerk. Was he in the, a few good men too? I think so. Oh, I'm sure you're right. Dudio? Yeah. Put Kevin Pollock at like 43 on the list. <laughs> Put Phil Rosenthal at four also. <laughs> Creator of everyone loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond. This guy did this movie. Holy moly, where he's bringing Raymond. And look, you are a showbiz person. I'm not. I'm not a showbiz person. I have like, in a year, I'm going to be working at a Home Depot. <laughs> or as you say, Home Depot. <laughs> that was a funny moment. As you moment. say, Home Depot. <laughs> when you were like, you're like, is it Home Depot or Depot? And just like here, it's just like everybody's like, Home Depot. <laughs> like, yeah, it doesn't like sound like every, something you should ever be yeah. saying. A Home Depot. I like Home Depot. That classes it up a little bit. Which sounds, de- sounds more French. Which department are you going to be working Hammers. in? <laughs> I'll be making keys. I'll be grinding keys, right? <laughs> I think the sort of, I don't know if Home Depot is the same here as um, it, it is in, in the UK, but is there a sort of... Um, you know, gardening area, like mm-hmm. tools. For, oh, yeah. I think you'd be working in that area because you'd be like fascinated by plants and you'd be like, I can make things grow. Befriending <laughs> so, the plants. So this would be like, so I'm just like discovering myself at this job, according yeah. to you. I'm just like, you know, I didn't like it at first. I thought I really wanted to keep uh, my show business career going, but I'm really satisfied here at, at Home Depot. These plant, like, look at these plants. Look at I'm these in saplings. Yeah, that we sell for eight dollars. <laughs> like, I'm working so hard on them, and it's just like eight dollars. Like, just like the like the lowest value of of life. They let you take stuff back if you kill it, and they'll just give you a new one. And I don't think you would do well with that. I'd just be like, do hold, really, hold really me happen? back. Yeah. They let you bring back if you kill what. 
anything. <laughs> and, yeah. If you kill any. Indiscriminately, you can just keep replacing <laughs> it forever, for and free. You, yeah. And any, yes. And you could kill the stuff with other things at Home <laughs> Depot, too. You could just be smash like. smash them together. Or you just be like, yeah, I bought some of this plant killer. <laughs> the one aisle I poured, I poured it all over the plant I bought. Now it's dead. <laughs> like, yeah. And the box is empty. They're yeah. both dead. Yeah, this plant killer got all over the plant. I need to get a new plant killer and a new plant. This isn't working. And just put them all in the same bag again. Yeah, just put them in the same bag and shake it up. <laughs> shake them up. What about Anthony Bourdain? Why? I just feel like because of you don't like his food, or because of his. I don't really like his relationship to food. I feel like there would be a lot of stories about like, oh, I've been through worse situations than this. Let me tell you about that time I did heroin out of a caviar spoon or whatever. (laughs) So all it would do is trigger more, like, and you'd finally just be like, "Can we just focus on getting these handcuffs off?" Like, but he would—he'd be fairly—he'd um, be fairly uh, good with a knife, so maybe he might be able to pick it. He would have a whole selection of knives because chefs, mm-hmm. as we know, they <laughs> carry, yeah, carry, carry like, blades. Yeah. Yes, and they're <laughs> velvet. <laughs> yes, he, he just Sheep. rolls his little. Yeah. <laughs> what are we working with? What do we want to do here? Unspools it, but then your hand has to like pick a knife up. So he's like trying to pop the thing with the, oh, yeah. Yeah. like reaching over. All that, all that is pretty tricky. But you know, I think any chef would be okay to be handcuffed to because if you know they, it would be harder to have access to food shopping, and maybe uh, to be handcuffed to a chef would be. Is this in their home? Well, <laughs> is that, I, don't, is that... I don't know where we are. Um, in the woods, maybe. <laughs> okay. In the right? Woods. Should it be in the woods? Yeah, probably. Right? That seems like not like a. There was that Kim the Bassinger, R- R- Richard Gere movie where they were handcuffed in the bayou. It wouldn't be mm-hmm. like the bayou. Hey, Dudio, yeah. can you fix this mic for me, please? I tell you, I'm going to fire everybody on this show <laughs> right in front of you. You're going to watch a house cleaning like you never saw before. You're going to leave with them. You're going <laughs> to see this. Thank you. You know. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was I wasn't saying anything <laughs> negative. Oh, oh, hey, how are you? I tell you, they're all gone, all of them, top to bottom. Everybody out there, gone. God. Mike. What happens then? The rain's gonna come. Mike's just like, where's? Are we gonna get pizza tonight? Are we gonna get pizza tonight? I can smell the pizza. I can smell yes. that. They did get pizza. What Do you want of, pizza? Well, no. Do you want a kebab? Not really. <laughs> See, but a curry. Do you want a curry? It smells better than that station we were in earlier, though. What station were we in, Hayes? It smelled. Of it was a twenty-third Street mm-hmm. path station. Okay. That was smelly. It was bad. Yeah. It's not like the tube, right? <laughs> Like it smelled worse than the tube. Okay. And there was a guy, there was one fan, and one guy had sort of like carved out a space next to the fan, and Sharon kind of tried to like edge her way in there, like kind of <laughs> next to this guy, getting a little fan action with him. So you were sharing a just, fan yeah. on the 23rd. He <laughs> just, just sort of slowly backed away and just let Sharon. It he, seemed like Sharon was, wanted it more than he, he did. He was sweating anyway, mm-hmm. so right. it wasn't working for him. Right. Now, Sharon, you are not 
people say think you're from the you're from you're from Ireland. Yeah. Not England. Well, I, I'm kind of a bit of a pretender because um, I was born in London. Okay. And my mother's Irish, and we moved to Ireland when I was four. Okay. Well, Three. you're still a kid then. That's yeah. You're you're. And from my Ireland. brothers and sisters are Irish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Irish. Yes. I ident I identify as Irish. Okay. So, uh, but I have. I don't know why Tom's picking a fight with you about it. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, you say you're Irish, you're I Irish. Get, Tom obviously isn't willing to settle yeah, for that. Yeah, what's the problem? I'm just trying to get to the bottom of it. Look, it's gotcha. It's gotcha I, radio. I've got, like, a weird, a weird accent now that isn't really one thing or the other. I need to just fix it, I think. No, it's great. Yeah, but then there'll be no confusion. It'll just be you're Irish. Well, over the, over when you're over in London, are people? what do people make of the accent now? Of my accent? Yes. Um, uh, well, people in London think it sounds more Irish than people in Ireland do. People in Ireland think I'm, you know, some sort of weird hybrid now. Okay. So for you to get out of Ireland and try to get into comedy, I mean, do you have to go to London for that? Like, if you really <laughs> want to be in it. <laughs> um, like, I, is there a big Irish comedy there, There's scene? a huge Irish comedy scene. But, but, but you're not a stand-up, Irish. though. No, I mean, it's trickier, you know. There's less um, opportunities. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking for an actor. For an actor, or and there's less. They make less shows, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's better to go to London, where the streets are paved with, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. comedy. The number one Irish stand-up that I bet people can name in this country mm-hmm. is Scottish. Is if, Billy Connolly? No, is yeah. that? Do you think people would make that? I bet if you asked a thousand people who's like their favorite Irish stand-up comedian mm-hmm. is, they would. The number one answer you would get for sure is Billy Con- yeah. Connolly. Yeah, And you know what people think of him here? When you think of here, him here, they think people think of... he did a he did a really terrible sitcom. What here? And then he's in the Boondock Saints movie. Oh, that's fair. Here. So those yeah. are like the two things. Like there, everybody's thinking of just like this god of comedy. Here it's just like, that's the guy from that one sitcom. And then he did that dumb movie. I'm a dumb person, so he did that movie I like, Boondock <laughs> Saints. You don't like Boondock Saints. I don't oh, know no. what you're talking about. Oh, it's a, what sitcom did he do? Remember that show? Vaguely. Mr. Connolly or some dumb yeah, thing yeah, like yeah. that. Oh, and we have Craig Ferguson. Yeah. Oh, we have, also we have Joiner dies. He is also Scottish. Yeah. Well, there you go. He did a show called Billy here. Did he? Yes, in 1992. Craig Ferguson. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Craig Ferguson did the show. He played Billy Connolly <laughs> on the show. It was, it was actually, uh, yeah, Billy Connolly wrote it. Craig performed it. <laughs> no. Imagine this. Billy Connolly stars as Billy McGregor, a Scottish teacher who moves to America in order to build a new life for himself. He marries, uh, he gets married so that he can get his green card. He's worried about getting deported through the show. He lives in a basement apartment. Real yeah. message show. Uh, it's like El Norte. You ever see the movie El Norte? No. It's like they get sent over the Mexican border and they have to like so this is his crawl through own. like a sewer. Yeah, okay. this is his own. Well, this is but he's in a he's in a in the school system. Yeah, 
It follows his misadventures. Couldn't just be his adventures, his misadventures. As he adjusts to life in California while staying one step ahead of immigration officials. While seeking to prove, who are seeking to prove his marriage is a sham. So it's like an old style sitcom. That's a lot of backstory for a late night talk show. Oh, sorry, not Craig Ferguson. No, this is not. No, this is Billy Connolly's sitcom. That would be the greatest late night talk show ever, though. He's He's hosting a talk show, and at the same time, every once in a while, the INS officials will come in and chase him around the desk. His wife, I guess, is showing up from time to time, and he has to teach a class (laughs) on this. Yeah, meanwhile, like Mindy Kaling is there, or whatever, and has to be interviewed. So he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Blake Lively. And she's out. And then suddenly some guy starts hovering around the background. He's like, yeah, Billy, what are you doing? Yeah, you say you're, you're, you're not on the run here with the immigration, huh? He has to pretend to be married. Suddenly he has to pretend to be married to Blake Lively. <laughs> he's like, kiss me, quick. Every guest that comes on. They like, have to do a quick kiss. Yeah. To try to block the. <laughs> I'm here. On the best show. We got Sharon Horgan from Catastrophe and Pulling. And now, Divorce! (laughs) It's just all screaming. It's like all your shows just have rows of exclamation points. (laughs) And then you're like, how'd that happen? Well, this one guy just started yelling once. And then I think people started. People just assumed that was, yeah. Correct. And also, Hayes Davenport is here. Much quieter. He, Hollywood Handbook. I'm telling you, I did the, 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 uh, when I did that podcast, uh, uh, the Paul Shear, How Did This Get Made? Yeah. I did it, and it's like they do it in front of this audience, and it's like the audience is going nuts for them. In the Casper Podcast Lounge. In the Casper Podcast Lounge. I did a live show a few weeks ago, and I'm there, and then they didn't announce that I was the guest, and then they, Brought me out, and I never heard a more tepid response. Oh, oh you should have you. heard that. Oh, yeah, to what me. Ha- what's the tepid response? They the they were they thought they were going to get like I don't know what they were looking to get. I wasn't it. because oh. then they're like, Paul's like, this guy does a show. I love the show so much. Tom Sharpling is like, yeah, <laughs> just like it went, oh. just like. What, yeah. what were you wearing? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> sleeveless. Did you have, did you have a sleeveless shirt, shirt, blue oh, pants, okay. blue sneakers? Did you have a hat on? A hat? Yeah. When have you ever seen? <laughs> could you picture me with a hat on? He has yeah. one of those floppy cat in the hat hats with the <laughs> with the with the Grateful Dead bears around. No, like the, like, around like a sort of um, gesture, you know? Yeah, 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 like yeah. A Happy Mondays kind of yeah. thing yeah. with the eat your face. She doesn't know what the Grateful Dead are. When, if you're going to mention Grateful Dead, switch out for Happy Mondays <laughs> with Sharon. Okay. Who's good here, Mike? Four. Mike screens the calls. Oh, for what? For me. For to the take for the show. This is a yeah. show. <laughs> yes. This is, a this show. is uh, we're doing a show. Best show. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. Who's this? Uh, this is uh, Nolan from Arizona. Nolan from Arizona. What's going on in Arizona tonight, Nolan? Uh, it's incredibly hot. It reached 117 today. Ugh. 
Can you yeah. imagine? 117 imagine. degrees. Any second on this phone call, we're going to hear the like, boom, of like yeah. a brownout. <laughs> exactly. It's just, just going to be rolling. It's going to be gone. Just black. Yeah, just <laughs> shutting neighborhoods down. <laughs> what do you? What's, what's going on, Nolan? Uh, I had a I had a couple for the topic of people. The top fifty people you would not want to be handcuffed to. Who do you have? Um. So first one, Kevin Pollack. So we said him already. It's quite the coincidence. Oh, I, I don't have internet right now. Okay, fair enough. He's on the he's, his internet he, melted. He's on the list already. <laughs> okay, well that's fair. Um, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Hmm. Yeah, I'd want to be handcuffed to him at least, right? Jerry Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I'd love to be handcuffed yeah. to Jerry Seinfeld. Maybe not Michael Richards. That might not be <laughs> right. Kramer. Oh right. Yeah. Right. Maybe him. Even that. I, I'd still even be. I guess even he. I'd have questions. Yeah, be fun to be. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Keep going. Uh, Tim Tebow is my last one. Tim Tebow. Huh. He's not. I don't. What is Fa- failed NFL American football player? Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> because he failed. He's just not good. He's the guy who just uh, came out of college, and then people thought he was going to be so great, and he wasn't great. And but, did you think he was going to be great? Uh. I, I didn't really have much of an opinion on it one way or the other. But there's some people who were just like, this guy's the greatest. And it was just, and then he just was a spectacle. And he was very religious. I don't really know what a conversation with Tim Tebow would be like. Yeah, it seems, I'm gonna, I, I. Well, if he let the whole country down, he's probably quite depressive. I mean, you mm-hmm. don't come out of that. You know, yeah, you know, intact. at this point, yeah, he would just probably be a huge bummer to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. He did let the whole country down. Yeah. Talking about his. I couldn't throw that football. Yeah, right. Wayne Rooney. Who's yeah, the guy? Name. Who's the guy that missed that penalty kick in the <laughs> Euro in like the 2004 Euro that everyone was mad at? Oh, there's Beckham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever hear John Oliver do his David Beckham impression? Uh, no, I'd love to though. It's so funny because he just does that squeaky high voice of his. Yeah. Can you do that? Not really. Can you do any impressions? Can you do an American accent? Yeah, but I'm not going to. I'm not a clown. I'm not performing. I, I didn't say you monkey. were a clown. <laughs> you did asking. sort of say she was a clown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm here with uh, two clowns. Uh, two clowns in the studio who are going to do my bidding. Dance clowns. Look, dude, you struck out. Nice try. Best show. Hello. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Hey, Tom. This is Marcel from Orlando. Marcel from Orlando. How are you doing at, down in Orlando with everything? I'm doing good. Doing good. well. Good. Do you have something for the uh, topic, Bunny? You're the one who won yeah, the yeah, contest. Yeah, did he get his prize? He's, yeah, I did. I said, he's the one. He, he did an impression of me and won a con. I was having oh, people do impressions it. of me. What is he, a clown? <laughs> actually, his um, name is Marcel. Yeah, that's fair. He actually, yeah. Marcel, can you um, do a little bit of the impression for Sharon Horgan? Oh God, that's you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay, okay. Let me, let me. Uh, okay, okay. Best show. That's not enough. Hey, best show. Who's this? Oh, hey, hey. It's um, it's it's Hayes calling. Hey, Hayes. Uh, where you from? Where you from? I'm from uh I'm from Rhode Island. 
Rhode Island. Okay. Um, okay. So, what, uh, what's going on in Rhode Island tonight? What's, uh, what's going on there? Oh, nothing. I'm just kind of sitting around, uh, having a drink, listening to the show. Having a drink, uh, you know, okay. All right. Well, what are you drinking over there? I'm pulling there? the uh, plug on your impression tonight. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah, that, that, yeah. Look, I'm sorry, fair. Marcel. I don't know, I, I I don't know anything about Rhode Island. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. So what do you, what, what, do you have something for it's the topic? It's my fault. I chose the wrong state. No, it's yeah. fine. Marcel. Yeah, I do, have, I do have something for the topic, but um, I just want to say one thing first. Um, Hayes, I love the Hollywood Handbook. Oh, and, oh um, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you and Sean are hilarious, and I just wanted to say that. Oh. Thank you, Marcel. That's nice. I liked your impression. <laughs> Did I think it was the best one of the night? It was top two for sure. Well, he can't. I gave two prizes out that night. It was the other one that I thought uh, squeaked out. Yeah, yeah squeaked. Marcel. Yeah. So, what do you have? Oh, uh, who should be? Who would you not want to be handcuffed to, Marcel? Well, I've been thinking hard about this. So I'm going to have to say Alec Baldwin. That's a good one. Oh, why though? I think Alec Baldwin. I like Alec Baldwin, but I also think he's think he's insufferable. Yeah, I think he's there would like be a him, lot of. I think there would be a lot of like. Do you know who I am? Like, why is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. who do I talk to to get this, these handcuffs off me? Yeah. This is like this. No, this. We, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing the handcuffs. I'd It'd be a lot of. I'd that. imagine he's kind of flatulent. <laughs> yes. He just oh, seems okay. Like someone who would break wind, like on a regular. Faces. I just know? picture him complaining so much and being just like and telling stories you don't want to hear. Yeah, like the edge shooting the edge, <laughs> shooting the edge. The movie The Edge. Oh, I thought it, like the guy from You Too. <laughs> well, yeah, you didn't know that. You didn't know that Alec Baldwin. <laughs> well, you remember murdered him. the edge. Well, he was arrested. Well, for I thought you might have been. He yeah, shot him, right. but in the knee or something. He, you're yeah. handcuffed to him, and then he says, "Yeah, <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? You know You Too, right?" You and me and you, we're yeah. gonna shoot the edge. Yeah, he farts. And it's, <laughs> you have to like hold half of the rifle or whatever, so that he's just like, it's like, stop shaking your hand. I can see him. Thank you, Marcel. He's at the wo- he's like creeping through the woods too, and like a deer. The edge is like, <laughs> you're gonna spook the edge. <laughs> There's like three guys in that crowd with... <laughs> You're going to worry the edge. <laughs> You're going to worry the edge. There's like, they have hats on, like those like ski caps. Yeah. You can't tell. What guy, What color ski cap was he wearing? <laughs> Mixing it with other ski caps. You too, yay or nay? I mean, that's a really, really tricky one because you two back in the day, mm-hmm. massive yay. Mm-hmm. But now I'm still a bit embarrassed for them because of the... Forcing their album on to people's sure yeah you know did you, but then I felt sad that they had to do that that they're just like yeah they had to <laughs> somebody made them no do but that. they were like we you know what Bonnie what was Bonnie's reason he just didn't like the thought of no one listening to <laughs> nobody <laughs> hearing it so therefore he wanted every every <laughs> like, yeah what if instead of nobody yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody had it but then yeah. he was sorry and did they take it off it landed on my it's in my phone yeah like how I don't it? know how to get rid of it no, I haven't can't. listened to it I just go every time it comes on I go oh god and then skip yeah. to the next one. <laughs> but like back in the day, they yeah. were all like, I, mm-hmm. I love them so much. Sure. Right? Yeah. I like that song. 
Best show. Hi, Tom. Hi. To whom am I speaking? This is Violet from calling in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. A call, oh, I know Greenpoint. A call from Greenpoint, Brooklyn, <laughs> where apparently the 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 idea of picking up after your dog still hasn't reached Greenpoint. Like the idea of Greenpoint like, is never going to recover. If you're like it. walking a dog and they just do their business and you're just kind of like, meh, it's going to rain at some point. <laughs> Not my problem. Come on. Yeah, in the, in the city without sin, uh, it's the ultimate crime. I don't understand why people don't do that. Right? It's true, though. I'm not wrong, am I? <laughs> no, no, it's totally true. It's lawless out there. <laughs> so what's up, Violet? Um, so I had one for the topic. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Brian Williams. Yeah, that's oh, no. The anchor man. He- yeah, <laughs> you he say would just no? be making. Do you know who? You know Brian Williams. Yeah, the newsman. Yeah, he's lovely. He'd be making light of the situation with one of his wry zingers. I don't know. I wouldn't want to. Because you know he'd be so be like talking all about like because he tries to be like like he knows what he, like he's trying to be cool all the time. Yeah, and he'd be just like. Uh, who would it be? Now? Yeah, be talking about like Sky Ferreira or something. Yeah, he's just like, I really wonder if uh, MGMT are going to put a new album out soon. And you're just like, <laughs> oh, stop trying to fit in with me. You're a news guy. I had dinner with him the other night. Oh, lovely. See, oh, well, that's see, I no, we can't do anybody. See, we can't. We can't walk. This. Okay, we have an we're actual taking, famous person. We're taking here. Brian Williams <laughs> off the list. Oh, Come on, he's lovely. We're putting him on what? the list of people we'd want to be handcuffed to, right? He's on the other list, right? Yeah. yeah. People you'd pay to be handcuffed exactly. to. Exactly. All right. Sorry, Violet. Well, I have well, I have two other news. Okay. Ones. Who do you have? Uh, Piers Morgan. Oh, we'll see. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Okay. No? I would have thought, of course that's a good one, but I would have thought that that would be someone that you've had... Breakfast a lot with. of yeah, sure. Oh, this morning no. that you just came from his house. No. He's uh, he's. I mean, he's genuinely awful on mm-hmm. so many levels. It's hard to know where to start. But it is really amazing how you know I mean, he, he takes a lot of positions that like you know some people in this country agree. He's like very pro gun control and all these things. Like I agree with this stuff, but still people are like no, yeah. <laughs> don't agree with not me. Not from you. People don't want it from him. Yes. Dudio, Piers Morgan, 18, That's <laughs> on the list. Who else do you have, Violet? Uh, well, I was also, again, another uh, newsman, Wolf Blitzer. Um, sort of obvious. Yeah. I picture him having, like, cigarette breath, right? Yeah. Doesn't he just seem like, even if he doesn't smoke anymore, he'd still smell like a cigarette? I think he would be so quiet. I just don't think he would... Uh-huh. I think he would just say, let's just go to sleep and we'll <laughs> let's wake up in two days. <laughs> we'll sleep for the next 48 hours and this will be over. And, and you then say, you, okay, it's all, he's already gone. And then you're just laying there and he's just like out. Yeah. Like, I have to go to the bathroom. Right? Like with Wolf Blitzer, just like, Wolf. You're like, what is he doing? Wolf, I have, I have to go to the bathroom. Can you wake up? He says, uh, no. He, Gro- groans and then you have to shut the door 
with him on the other side. But right, I'm assuming that's what we're doing. We're shutting the door while we go to the toity with like. Yeah. So, yeah, but you, then you'd have to kneel down so that the handcuffs are going under the door. It would just be very difficult to, to is negotiate. Is there a window behind the toity and then he could be outside? But how would you get that? This is in the woods? I'm assuming we found a cabin at some okay. point. Yeah. Or a park bathroom, like a campground bathroom. Well, then it's just lawless anyway, so. Thank you, Violet. I'm here on the best show. I want to tell everybody I'm here with Sharon Horgan and Hayes Davenport, the Sharpling and Worcester live uh, record that we recorded last year at Third Man. Uh, in Nashville is available for pre-order now. Go to thirdmanstore.com and uh, you can pre-order your copy. It comes out in the beginning of July. It's going to come out pretty fast. So get yours now. And there's one other thing. Oh, um, Oh, Mike has his shirts. You know Mike, the associate producer on the show. He works at this bar, Masses, in Bayonne. And he, we made these shirts. They're very nice shirts. Right, Mike? People love them, don't they? And they're all back, they're all going to be back in stock very shortly. So in a matter of days, he'll be fulfilling all the orders again. A big, a big reorder on the shirts. So you go to apmike.bandcamp.com. You can order a Masses Tavern shirt. And you did, and you'll get it. He'll send it in an envelope and everything. They're blowing up. They are blowing up. LeBron was wearing one after, like when he changed after Game Seven. He changed mm-hmm. into a Masses T-shirt. He did. Did you see that? Yeah, I he did. did. Yeah, he celebrated. They went to Vegas and all that. He was and then they his... went to Bayonne. Yes. Then to Cleveland. Yeah. Best show. Uh, hey Tom. Yes. Hi. Hey, it's Bucky and Peoria. Bucky in Illinois. Peoria, Illinois. What's up, Bucky? You're here with um, Sharon Horgan and Hayes Davenport. Oh, uh, wonderful! I'm I'm a big fan of both of you. I love uh, catastrophe and pulling, and Hayes, the stuff you do also. Thanks, and uh, that stuff uh, that you uh, do as well. Uh, that stuff is uh, some good stuff. There was one time, Sharon, where me and Hayes went to this haunted prison in Philadelphia. I, I remember. Yeah. And then, like, what happened? We're, we're there, and then, like, it's super scary. And then this one guy goes, like, we're waiting to get led into the next portion of it because they control the crowd flow. And this one monster goes... Is your name Hayes Davenport? <laughs> and then Hayes is like, yeah. He's like, I'm a fan of your show Hollywood Handbook. And then Hayes goes, oh, well, thank you very much. If you know the show, you're, you'll know who this is. This is Tom Sharpling from The Best Show. And, the, and this monster goes, oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it was the worst rejection by a monster. A guy dressed like a sure. monster. He goes, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. All right, you guys can go now into the next section. Uh, they found the thing that scared Tom the most. <laughs> that was it. They found his true fear. It was uh, my true fear. In that haunted what house. What kind of a monster? He was like a jailer. No, he was in the like mechanic 
go like lab. Yeah, he looked like a torturer. I I genuinely thought you were just being really rude about his general appearance and personality. Like, I called him no, a monster. Was, yeah, no, he was you done monster. up. He how? So you just did the American accent? Did I? You monster! <laughs> Look, I'll do my British <laughs> accent if Go you on. do your American. No. Which one of you killed my brother? It's Michael Caine, <laughs> right? That's Who here good. killed my brother? Brother, right? B B R U V E R. Mm-hmm. Which one of you killed my brother? <laughs> That's pretty good. Caller? Bucky? Bucky. Yep, Bucky, thank you for remembering. <laughs> you remember because he likes pulling and catastrophe. And he's also into whatever it is Hayes does. <laughs> <laughs> now, Bucky, what do you, what do you have to sorry. say? First of all, um, Bucky, well, I guess you talk. Oh, yeah, I'm going to say this. Would you like... An audio autograph right now. I All right. Most definitely. Sir. Okay. <laughs> to Bucky, all the best. Tom Sharpling. <laughs> Would you like to give him one? Wow. Bucky, thanks for being a fan. Hayes Davenport. Of course, of course. Okay. You don't respond to an audio autograph. It's just uh <laughs> it's just I write it. You don't write anything below that. Sharon, would you give Bucky an audio autograph? Um, to Bucky, best wishes. <laughs> scribbly, scribble. You can't figure out what my name is because my signature is illegible. There you go, Bucky. <laughs> so you got. Thank you. So, what do you have for the topic? Uh, well, I got you for the topic, but also along the lines of what you just did, I did receive uh, from my girlfriend. She ordered me a. An AP mic headshot, signed headshot for Father's Day. Uh, it was, <laughs> I received it on Saturday. Okay. And, uh, it's, it says, it's very nice. It's a very nice Father's Day gift. It says, uh, too lucky, a great dad, love Mike. And I just. Cause Mike sells really headshots of himself. Who's Mike? Who's Mike? Mike is the. Oh, you're out there. there. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the weirdo out there. Oh, the weirdo. Okay. One of the ones that's getting canned tonight. <laughs> He sells these headshots and he signs them. And you know how many he sold them? Hundreds. Really? How He's much do you sell them for? Thousands. How many have you sold, Mike? Uh, 400. 400. 400. Mike has set up for how much? a Fortune 500 company <laughs> in the waiting room of, <laughs> of this studio. I'm hemorrhaging money on this show. He's walking away like uh He's going public very soon. Yeah. Tom, why don't you get some headshots done? Would you really want a headshot of me hanging on your wall? Yeah. No, no you wouldn't. Yeah. Bucky? Yeah, Bucky. Yeah, yeah. Bucky. <laughs> Even Bucky's not yeah. into it. Sounds like Bucky could take it or leave yeah. it. Yeah. All right, Bucky, who do you have for yeah. the thing now? Uh, I'm sorry. I have uh, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, people really are dumping on this guy lately. Why And why do you put Neil deGrasse Tyson on the thing? Because he's just going to talk about uh, the, the asteroids the whole time or whatever he talks about? Yeah, Wait, well, yeah, awesome. I mean, he's going to, you know, but he's, he's also going to ruin every movie that you watch. That's true. He's always, this guy, Neil deGrasse Tyson, is always like, well, actually, the logic in this X-Men apocalypse is, it's like, nobody asked you to, to debunk the science of an X-Men movie. Yeah. He's taken all the sort of fun out of that movie. Yeah. So, go ahead. Who else? Uh, Shia, Shia, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I disagree. You like Shia LaBeouf? Yeah. 
What's your favorite Shia LaBeouf movie? Um, Even Stevens, the movie? When he went mental in that <laughs> club. And <laughs> oh, so you're just, like, you're just like the actual yeah. maniac. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's an actor? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you I've just, ever seen a Shia LaBeouf movie. Just, I just, just love just like that he's an insane person that people film and just like wait what's this guy do yeah i like his art stuff so shia labeouf uh has been vetoed but by, i mean i can't uh, veto that i mean sure you, what can. I, can I? Well, you vetoed brian williams shia labeouf he turned it into an art project yeah his art project look who else yeah. you got um you know, I don't know. I, I, I feel yeah, like if you don't know, I'm hanging up. On <laughs> I'm here to let this guy figure it out. Best show. Hi there. Hi. Tom? Yes. Hi, Tom. This is Bobby in Austin, Texas. Bobby in Austin, Texas. What's up, Bobby? Nothing. Just hanging out, enjoying the show, enjoying uh, Sharon and Hayes both being there. Thanks mm-hmm. for being on the show, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome, Bobby. Did you have, it was Austin From where you, uh, there you go, so. Was that where you hurt yourself, Austin? Oh yeah, that's where I broke my, uh, Oh yeah, there's a woman's, bone. woman's foot <laughs> flying next there's to a bit, there's trampoline. A, there's a bone shard in a, on a trampoline somewhere. So, somewhere in Austin, there's a piece of Sharon Horgan's ankle. <laughs> so you go to Austin. Still bouncing up and down on the, on the trampoline. You go to Austin, Texas, and you're jumping around on a trampoline. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, then you jump too high? I jumped, no, I, yeah, I suppose it was pretty, it was medium height, but, um, someone was also jumping at the same time or a split second before me and they mm-hmm. landed on the trampoline and made the trampoline not bouncy, but hard. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was expecting bounce Yeah. and I got hardness. And you went right down on your ankle. I went right down on my ankle. Mm-hmm. But I'd taken a muscle relaxant like um, about an hour previously, and it was Christmas Day, so I'd had some. So you knew was it a lewd? Happened? Did you? No, pop a I had a bad. I had a bad back, and um, the chap I was staying with had a lot of medicals, and uh, so I took one of those from my back, mm-hmm. and then because it was Christmas Day, it was there was champagne. Okay. So there was those two other things. As so well this as is a mess. Ma- <laughs> this is what brings <laughs> us to a trampoline. <laughs> so it's like it's like. Back back pills and we yeah. call them back back pills. Why yeah. are you doing inverted commas with your? Because it's always like you have to legally. You yeah, have to. it's like so you 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 were taking back back medication. Back pills, yeah. Plus champagne, yeah. Times trampoline. Times trampoline equals shards. <laughs> equals <laughs> Sharon's ankle shards. <laughs> do you do you call a comma an inverted quotation mark as well? Uh, no. What? I've never heard inverted commas. Oh, you really? Oh, okay. Now, what's your name again? Bobby. Bobby, what do you have? uh, First of all, if you find (laughs) any part of Sharon's ankle that's still down there (laughs) in Austin, send it to me. I'll be on the lookout. And I'll forward it along to her, okay? No problem at all. All right. What are you calling from? It sounds like you're calling from a Dixie cup. <laughs> hang on. Let me try this. Just is that better? Okay. Well, let me hear you now. Is that better? Yeah. Why don't you do that in the first place? Ah, sorry. I was on hold. I didn't mean to. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a call-in show. 
Why would you? Yeah, let's, let me let me just play fast and loose with the quality of the call. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that bad. Come on, what do you got for the topic? Bobby? I got I, I got a couple for the topic. There are there are two rock and roll opposites. Okay. The the first, um, as much as I love the Dead Kennedys, I got to say Jello Biafra. Yeah, that'd be a pretty uh, rough one to be hanged up to. That'd be <laughs> be pretty tough. Just talks too much. Yeah, running, running his mouth. That forty-eight hours would be. Yeah, and I love him, but I think he's disappointed. Let's put him uh, forty-six. Who else? And the second would be his his rock and roll opposite, uh, the Nuge, Ted Nugent. Ted Nugent, yeah, that one would be pretty insufferable. Ted Nugent, eight. Yeah. All right. Great job, Bobby. All right, thanks a lot, Tom. You cut off the M of Tom. I always do that. It's oh. the best part. Oh, he's got it's my favorite part of the whole show. <laughs> Perfect timing Hanging on up. that hang Tom. up. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> best show. Hello. Hi. Who to whom wants to This is Roxy in Los Angeles. Roxy in Los Angeles, I know you. Yeah, I'm actually with David. We're on speakerphone together. With who? <laughs> David. It's her date to Dirty Grandpa. That's right. Sharon, this. a few months ago, I put out an offer to Roxy, who is uh, a young person in Los Angeles. Looking. Young. Thank you. Of course you're young. She she went on a, a date with another listener, uh-huh. and I paid for the date as no long way. as they went to see the movie Dirty Grandpa <laughs> and took a picture in front of... I'll pay for people for listeners to date. I'll buy. I'll pay for the first date, but the stipulation is that if the date turns into love, and I got to say this, that date was January. It's yeah. June. You're you're sitting next to him now on the thing. No way. They probably have a kid coming pretty soon. Yeah. We're not dating. You're not dating. No. I six okay. months later. I'm saying. Look, I'm not gonna. Just be honest with me. That's all right. I ask. They're on speakerphone. It's like a new uh, It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> <laughs> the catch, though, Sharon, is that if the if it goes the distance and the people get married, I get to design the wedding cake. <laughs> oh, the cake. What's on top of it. Oh. Like the scenario of the two, like the, the, the groom and bride or whoever <laughs> it is, I get to, I get to figure out what it's going to be. And I want – I will have them – what will it be? It'll be Roxy and David with Robert De Niro as Dirty Grandpa right? yeah. on top and of Zac your Efron. wedding cake. Probably. What's that? And Zach Efron, too. I mean. And Zach Efron, sure. Yeah, yeah. Not as important, but. No. What's that movie like? It was brutal. I mean, parts of it were tolerable, <laughs> but most of it was not. <laughs> Have you figured out what's happening on top of the cake yet? I think. <laughs> Their dirty grandpa, because he judges what a, a like a he he participates in like a hard body contest at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they do. I think you guys on the cake. It's a little marzipan figure of you and mm-hmm. David, who's next to you, mm-hmm. watching Robert De Niro as Dirty Grandpa, shirtless, <laughs> in his hard body contest scene, and you're judging. 
and he's just about to launch like his jock strap so to snap it at the two of you, which I'm sure he did in the movie. I love that, but what if he was lifting us? Look, I think, that, I think sounds, that sounds more doable in Marzy Pants. <laughs> he's lifting them? Yeah, your whole what? scenario, that was a lot of... Sounds like multiple frames. I don't frames. think you can make that in uh, Marzy Pants. I think he's doing it with the cake. <laughs> that, I have to just say, I think Hayes just designed, it'll be the wedding cake. That there's just a whole lot of wedding cake left over. Because the <laughs> then people are just like, I don't know if I want any of the cake. It so, becomes a question like, can you actually take this cake back after the wedding? It's in such perfect condition. <laughs> now, Roxy. Yes. First thing I ask, just just be honest. If, if something's going on and I'm going to get a chance to design a cake, don't deny me that. Six months later, you're together. I got to just say, the facts are the facts. It's starting to add up. And look, I'm not going to pry here. <laughs> He's sitting right next to me. He's asking. Okay. Get a little closer, David. Get you two. Yeah. Get get right next yeah. to the phone so you both can hear. Is there any smooching go? Is there any smooching going on in this relationship? There's, there's no smooching. There's a tombstone pizza. We're drinking, we're drinking vodka and lemonade, and I brought a frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. You know, Tuesday, oh. that's your tradition. Where in Los Angeles do you guys live? Mm-hmm. I live in Highland Park. Highland Park? Yeah, of course. Right? I'm in Echo Park. Yeah, yeah. I live in Mark Marin territory. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. So what, what, right? what do you got for the topic, Roxy? We had we had a few. So Tom, is, oh. or what about fictional characters? No, no okay. fictional characters. My first my first choice was AJ Soprano, but maybe even the actor Robert Eiler. Be I don't want to yeah. be hand- I, the, the Robert Eiler. I don't. I mean, somebody probably is having to deal with that situation yeah. right, right now. now. <laughs> <laughs> right now, yes, right now, Robert Eiler is. Is saying, I sure wish I wasn't handcuffed <laughs> to this actual criminal. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, go ahead. We also thought maybe Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan's oh, yeah. pretty good. The idea of that clown oh. sweating all over you. He's right? so rich. Now. He's so orange. I'll believe it if he gets any of that money. Well, that, really? Wasn't that great when they were like, I mean, just, it's really the most awful thing ever, but they asked for. $110 million from yeah. Gawker, and the judge was like, no, you get $140 million. <laughs> yeah. Has that ever happened before? Yeah. Just like. <laughs> yes, Hulk Hogan uh, is six on the list. Six. Six, yeah. Wow. Would no, you, no, good, good. Oh, yeah, that's like, I feel good about yeah. that. I just didn't right? about six. Just couldn't right. you picture him just like dumb headband. Hey, help me fix He's got always adjusting his headband, and your arm has to go up now yeah. to his head as he's like constantly fixing his his <laughs> his accoutrement. <laughs> and also that his he probably does he still have that mustache? Oh thing? yeah, yeah. yeah so brushing. He, the, yeah, you have to brush that and keep it trimmed. Time to and dye it too. He's right? always saying the word brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, brother. Time to dye my mustache, brother. <laughs> brother. <laughs> Hand me that mustache dye. <laughs> Like, you're applying 
blonde mustache dye to his. Yeah, like, you put the mask over his whole face except for the mustache and dip it in like a Your peroxide arm. bath. Oh, and also he'd be um, doing weights. Yeah, and, and then sure. so th- you'd, you'd have to do weights yeah. with your... <laughs> so you'd have yeah. one bulk you'd of arm. You'd have one massive arm. <laughs> because you because Hulk Hogan had to do his workout. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, guys? Yes, I think that's it. I think that's it, yeah. That's all we got. Be truthful is all I say. You got, you guys have got chemistry. I can, right? I can hear the chemistry. It, it works. Just, uh, it just works. At the very least, you uh, sparked a very nice friend connection. Yeah, you did. You there's, want you want more though. Yeah, there's smooching yeah. going on. Grandpa wedding cake so badly. <laughs> no, I want you guys to be happy and honest with yourselves so badly. <laughs> just do that. Just do that thing tonight where you both take off. Just take off your clothes. Don't do anything. Just take yeah, off your clothes. Do, yes, I think and that's stand. Fair. Um, you know, a few feet away from each other and then walk slowly towards each other. Don't touch and then see how, see how close you can get. And then, and then the next day, call each other up and we live it. I, <laughs> I gotta say. I appreciate the advice, guys. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. I hope it's not awkward. Just... Yeah. They want that to happen. He so wants much, it. Right? He wants it, I can tell. I know. I just hear it. Just fall in love already. What's so wrong with that? I thought you were going to say that if if they marry, then you get to design her <laughs> wedding dress. And I wondered, would it be navy? Um, it would be blue. It would be, be a blue, blue, blue polo. Blue. It would be a blue pants. A polo neck. A polo <laughs> neck dress. Or just a very long polo shirt with a train. <laughs> exactly. With I'm a veil. Think, yeah. Made of polo shirt. I'll be there like, I'm thinking something in a navy polo type theme for the wedding. And then the groomsmen can also wear like maybe navy polos and... It's a uniform. How many yeah. do you have? Oh, how many do I have? I don't know if there are any that I don't have. It's like a rotating might, dry cleaner. I might have all of them. <laughs> there might not be any other Navy polos out there. They'd send them to me. I get right of first refusal on them when they make new ones. I say how many I'm not going to take, and then the, everyone else can buy those. I'm here with Sharon Horgan and Hayes Davenport. Now... All right, let's go back to the phones. Oh, it's actually time. I actually do have something... This is a little different. This is exciting. Let me give a little preamble to who my, my guest is right now. He's actually on the line. Um, Hayes, you know I've been doing this, uh, this new Besho theme thing, um, over the past few months. And, uh, you know, we've actually been getting some pretty good submissions yeah. from, uh, a bunch of different people. Kurt Vile's actually working one up. And, uh, uh, I know Coco from, uh, Coco Hames was yeah. working one up. And, uh, and we actually have a chance tonight, uh, 
one of the submitters, who I actually do not know personally, um, but the email from his manager sounds very promising. So uh, he's actually going to do his live, and I was told to just read from his bio here. His name is Dayton Jessups, and uh, okay, here it is. Wow, this is long. Dayton Jessups is a true American original. Though he made his name playing in East Texas honky-tonks, making genre-defining Americana records of his own, and recording with such legends as Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, the Super Soakers, and more, Dayton has found even greater success in the world of film, writing and directing such movies as Sons of the Damned, The Woods, and The Final Incantation. Dayton is a modern renaissance man in the same vein as Viggo Mortensen, Steve Martin, Bono, Jimmy Carter, Clint Eastwood, George Foreman, Seth MacFarlane, James Franco, and um, Dayton's mission. I'm not going to read. I can't read the mission statement here. Um, you ever you get the picture for this? No, man. Read the rest of it. What's that? No, read I, it. Read the rest of it. Come on. Dayton, I can't. It's it's just like five more paragraphs of this. All right, all right. Well, maybe you'll read the rest of it later. Oh yeah, may- maybe. You really should. It's really informative. But it's very long. It's very long, Dayton. Well, um, you know. But look, you're here for a reason. Is you that's right. you uh, you did a theme song, and uh, I would love to hear it. We'd all love to hear it. And uh, can you uh, play it for us? Yeah, sure can. Hang on there. Uh, I got the phone under my ear here. This might be a little uh, unwieldy, but I'll give it my best shot, all right? Okay. You know, uh, I was very blessed to have gotten to play on a few of uh, Merle Haggard's albums in the early 2000s. And, uh, man, what a trip that was. It's an honor. You know, he was such a joy to be around, and he was he was very complimentary of me and my playing. And you know, I kept saying, "Merle, come on, man, I'm I'm not worthy, I'm not worthy." But uh, you know, old, old Merle, he <laughs> he wouldn't let it go. You know, he kept saying stuff like, "Boy, Dayton, you know, those leads you're playing, they're like they're like barbed wire coated with the silkiest, smoothest butter." And then he said, "You know, he wished I'd been around when he was making those." Uh, those great country records in the 60s, right? You know, but uh, mm-hmm. I said, Merle, you know, I, I was barely able to stand up at that point. You know, I, was, I, was, I was just a, a little baby. You know, speaking of, I, ju- I just turned 50, and, uh, oh, man, what a life this little SOB from East Texas has lived, right? I have to pinch myself sometimes. <laughs> so, look, anyway, around that, uh, that same time, I, I wrote and directed my... My, my first film, The Sons of the Damned, and uh, I know it's a movie a lot of you people out there have seen and uh, taken to heart, and uh, I want to thank you all for that, and, uh, you know, thank you from the, the bottom of my East Texas heart. And, uh, you know, it's funny, uh, originally I, I wanted Anthony Kiedis to play the heavy in, in Sons, you know, but, uh, you uh-huh. know, the character is this, uh, this really brutal, psycho, shirtless, tube sock killer, right? And... Uh, so I call up Anthony, this is a good story, I call up Anthony, and he says, uh, he says, man, Dayton, I love your idea, Dayton, you know, it, it's brilliant, it's, 
brave and it's important stuff and uh, it's a story that only you can you can tell Dayton but you know I'm not really looking to act you should call Henry Rollins so uh, I, I do call Henry Rollins and uh, you know Henry was uh, a little skeptical at first and I said come on man it's it, it's a real movie you know it's uh, it's for Lionsgate and uh, Bruce Dern's the lead and we're shooting 35 millimeter and uh, you know it's gonna it's gonna be do pretty good box office right off the bat opening weekend so you know Henry he realizes this is going to be cool and he's 90% on board right but uh, you know he wants to meet first so I, I arranged for him to get a drive on pass over at Lionsgate and uh, you know, before you know it, we're we're in my office at Lionsgate, and we're talking about not only my flick, but you know his old band Black Flag and the Rollins Band, and even comparing workout routines. You know, it's a funny thing that happened during the during the shoot. So, uh, see, we're in Video Village, and uh, my good friend and total badass Effie Brown comes by to visit, and she's real nice at first, but then she says, "You know, Mr. Rollins, with love in my heart, hey, I gotta say, hey, uh, <laughs> uh, Dayton." Yeah, yeah. Dayton, can can you maybe just like play the play the song? Hey, what's your deal, son? You know, I'm just trying to let you know where I'm coming from. You know, giving you a little backstory on myself. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like there's a lot of backstory oh. there, <laughs> and uh, you know, I do have I have uh, get a couple guests in the studio also, so I, I want to give more time to them also. Oh yeah, who, yeah. Who you got there? Um, I have uh, Sharon Horgan is here. Wait, wait, sh- from Psycho Bitches. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess that's one of the the things she's done. But there's like other credits, like uh, like Catastrophe and and Oh, Pauline. Rob Delaney. I like that guy. He's funny. Yeah. Oh, Follow you- him on Twitter. What's oh, that? she was also in uh, Todd Margaret, right? Yeah, she was also in Todd. Where she's here. So, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I gotta say, this is when. Hear me out. When I first heard about that that show, Psycho Bitches, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought, oh, great, somebody gave my second ex-wife Darlene a TV show. That's that's what you thought when you yeah, heard that. I sure did. You know, uh-huh. speaking of, I actually wrote a song about uh, about that, and uh, goes a little bit like this. All right. If I only knew when we did it backstage in Tampa, that in four years you'd be suing me for custody, and I'd be paying your way through accounting school. And sleeping in my car, I'd have never ordered those Jaeger bombs that night. <laughs> and the chorus goes, you smoked my wiener like it was your last cigarette. Oh. And then no. you stubbed it right out on my heart. Oh. That's, that's terrible. Now, I know you're from Ireland, is that correct? Uh, Yeah. You don't know, uh, <laughs> you didn't know Phil Liner, did you? Um, no, no, I didn't, sadly. I, I, I'm a fan. Did you know him? No, it's funny that I was listening to Live and Dangerous today, <laughs> and there's a song on that called Southbound that doesn't really get the credit that it, it, it deserves. I was just wondering if you, I don't know, if you might have any, uh, opinion on some of those, those Lizzie Deep Cuts. If uh, not, it's cool. I, I don't I don't know that particular song, but I am you know a fan. 
He's got his own statue on Grafton Street. I don't know if he, you ever want to He does, that. really. Yeah, I, I ain't ever been over there, but uh, it seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's pretty small, though, right? It's it's tiny. It's it's. Wonder, it's, wonder if it's big enough for a guy like me, right? Um, <laughs> well, you're you're a pretty big character, uh, Dave. Sure am. I also have I also have uh, Hayes Davenport is here too. So I didn't wait. Hayes Davenport. Yeah. Not the writer from Alan Gregory, right? You're a fan of that of that show, Dave. Oh, I sure am. You know. It's funny, you know, that that show only got, what, like seven episodes before they pulled the plug? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, that was the the first season order. We were splitting it with the Napoleon Dynamite comedy. But, yeah, yeah, seven episodes. Oh, man, what a crime. You know, I, I thought the adventures of an unlikable kid working his way through grade school presented an infinite number of storylines, but I guess I guess the network didn't. And, and I'll tell you, how could they miss with a, with a name like that? Alan Gregory conjures up all kinds of intriguing stuff, right? Yeah, uh, we, uh, I mean, that was not his full name. That was just his first name was Alan Gregory. That was kind of the joke that he had this kind of weird first name, but I'm glad you liked it. That's great. Oh, I love it. You know, and I, I often find myself pondering, you know, what must have happened to Alan and the rest of the gang, like Jeremy, Ian, Gina Winthrop, Richard, Prince, Principal Gottlieb, who else? Uh, uh, uh Babatundi. Wow, Ian, I barely remembered was he, he was like I guess one of one of just the kids at the school. You must have really been a huge fan. Oh yeah, oh I loved it, loved that stuff. Yeah, hey, hey Dayton. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. we really do need to keep the show kind of on point here. Can you can you just maybe please play the song? Hey, you know what? You need to cool out. You know, maybe like pop a Lone Star, take a sip, and chill the f out, brother. That's what I'm doing right now. Uh huh. Yeah, sparking a little dube, too. Okay, okay, <laughs> sure. A little bit of God's Green Herb. That's right. Right. Chiba. Everyone's smoking Chiba. Remember that song? It goes by the Donnas. Every, uh, the Donnas, everybody's smoking Chiba. Remember that? I don't. It's a good song. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I don't want to waste your time. I guess I'm, you know, you're a big, you're a big shot. I don't want to waste your time. So, uh, I have uh, guests here. It's just okay. All right. We'll sit back and enjoy because uh, here comes that theme song. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, so in 2004, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm headlining a show of my own in my adopted hometown of of Austin, Texas, right? Mm-hmm. And oh my God, what a great night that was! Couldn't have been less than a thousand people there. A truly humbling experience, you know, I tell you. When I moved there uh, in 2004, the people of Austin, I, I, you know, I'm not exaggerating. They, they took me into their arms like I was one of their own. And uh, I tell you, to be voted Americana Artist of the Year in the Chronicle four years running, truly humbling again. Oh, okay. So look, anyway, you know, when I got, I got home that night from the gig, there's a message on, on my machine. It's, it's, uh, it's Eli Roth, and he's, he's looking for me. He says he's been listening to my album Chain Wallet Troubadour. Mm-hmm. Just riff a little bit. You know, and he thinks my music would fit perfectly on the radio in this in this movie that he's just finishing called Hostile. Yeah. So I said, you know, I'm in first position to direct this movie, The Afflicted, for Merrimax. Mm-hmm. You know, Harvey loved what I did with Sons of the Damned. And he's, he's got a holding deal with Benicio to star in this damn thing, right? So I, I can't lose that. And this is crazy. Eli goes, 
no way, Dayton. I'm, I'm playing Grizz in The Afflicted. You know, Grizz is this small role in the film. It's got maybe like two sides worth of screen time. And, you know, Eli, he's actually a really good actor. Uh, you know, and you need look no further than his portrayal of the Bear Jew in, in, in Glorious Bastards. So Eli, he convinces me that I'll have time to write songs for Hostile and Prep the Afflicted, right? So before you know it, this guy from East Texas, he's on his way first class out to Hollywood to write songs at the Chateau Marmont. Yeah, what a crazy trip for this humble boy from Texas. Now, quick side note. Oh, side on, the fl- on the flight, also in first class, is Josh Brolin, right? Oh, I dropped my pick. Okay, you're right there. I picked there. it up. There we go. Okay. And we get to uh, talking, and, and I'll play him a song from my then-current album, Slick Back Hair and a $2 Beer. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You've heard it. Sure. And the song I played for him is this is this nice country ballad called Miss, El- <laughs> Miss Elizabeth Pimento Cheese Sandwiches. Uh-huh. I'm getting choked up just thinking about sure. it, Todd. It's very emotional. Sounds very emotional. It's about this golden-hearted woman from the other side of town who essentially raised me when my mama was overseas with my daddy on Texaco business. Yeah. You know, Miss Elizabeth used to call me Mr. Dayton. And the chorus of the song goes, Mr. Dayton knows you're up in heaven, Miss Elizabeth. Fixing those pimento cheese sandwiches for Jesus, JFK, and Elvis. All right, so anyway, Josh, he loves the song, right? And he goes, Dayton, this is the work of a true Americana visionary. And he says he's going to play it for the Coen brothers, you know, and if they like it, maybe they'll put it in this film that they're working on. It's called No Country for Old Men, right? Sure enough, it gets in the movie playing in the background several scenes and it's in part of the closing credits and before you know it those checks come in and yours truly is the humble owner of a fleet of pristine vintage 1950 thunderbirds all right but back to my hollywood songwriting yeah, surgeon, okay. right yeah so eli he puts in uh he puts several of these scary spooky country horror songs that i wrote in, in, in his soundtrack for hostile right man alive the thing's a big blockbuster does 19 mil opening weekend eventually it, it, it comes up to 84 million right so i call eli and i say man i'm grateful for you loving my music to put it in your flick right but now i'm worried people are going to think that's the only kind of stuff that i write these kind of horror country songs and eli goes and this is classic eli he goes dayton is, is the mailman stuff in your mailbox with fat checks every couple months and i go yeah eli sure the hell is right and Eli goes, well, Dayton, you just shut up, cash those checks, and buy a couple more of them Texas ranches. <laughs> Which leads me to another uh, okay. part of this. All right, this is way, this is just so off target now. You're Why'd telling you tell stories, sidebars of sidebars of, that have, the, I mean, what about the the theme song? Oh, I, I, I was getting to that. Hey, you know, e, Eli's directing this new Death Wish reboot with Bruce Willis. Did you hear about this? Yeah, did I did that? hear about it, but it just... How do you think that's going to go? I don't care how it goes. The, the I Bruce... guess the big question is, yeah. maybe you guys are both in the industry, too, uh, Sharon and the other guy. Uh, <laughs> the other guy, okay. Do you, yeah. think, 
You think he's going to make Bruce wear that hat, that knit cap? The knit cap that Bronson wore? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Do you I, think I, he'll... I don't know either. I guess the big question that we're all wondering is, is he going to say the line? What line? The line. What's the line? Todd, I think you know what the line is, right? Todd. Tom. Oh, Tom. Sorry about that. Todd. <laughs> I'll yeah. write that down, Todd. Okay. Okay, yeah. What's the line? It's when, come on. It's the greatest line in the history of cinema. It's when uh, the guy's going to shoot Charles Bronson. Yeah. And the gun jams. Oh, when he goes, it's not working, kill the MF. That's right. Yeah. Kill the what? The MFer. Kill the MFer. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's from Death Wish 3. Uh, I know, team. the best one. Yeah, the best one. Yeah. Um, look. They only had like a like hundred yards of uh, set to work on for the entire yeah. movie. Yeah, look. Hey, uh, can I? Are you going to play the song or not? Yeah, I'll play your damn song, all right? Yeah, the theme song. That's why right, you're here, on. Okay, well, here you go. Here oh. you go. Rudy toot 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 your flute while you listen to Todd and the great show. What do you think? Wait, that's what we waited this whole time for? Toot your, Rudy toot toot. Toot your flute. Toot your flute. The show has nothing to do with flutes. And then you called me Todd again. Oh, I forgot to write it down after, yeah. after and, Sharon corrected me. Yeah, and the great show. The be, it's a, the best show. Rudy Toot. That's, that, you, no, it's, it's, the, it's the great show. I'm I, positive. I, I liked it. You liked it? Yeah, I liked yeah, the uh, it, Toot Your it, Flute it bit. to the point, right? <laughs> you liked the Toot Your Flute. Oh, look, you didn't get my name right. You didn't get the name of the show right. Oh. You're just nitpicking right no, now. No, no, I'm not nitpicking. It just you got you, a problem with yeah, me. I, I do have a I have a pretty big problem with you. Is you keep passing yourself off as like this this humble hick from East Texas, and all you've done is like name drop celebrities and and use industry lingo. You're just to just brag about every one of your successes as a filmmaker and a and a, a musician. You know. I'm not even going to get into that song about Miss Elizabeth and the pimento cheese sandwiches. Like, that was so, that's like offensive. You know? And, like, did, 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 uh, your father was like a, a tech, you said something about him being like a Texaco? A big wig at Texaco? Well, that ain't none of your business. Well, you mentioned it. Oh, uh, well, you know that maybe that was creative license. I don't know. Uh huh. Yeah, was it? No. Yeah. So it's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh huh. Yeah, so your was dad going... was like a big wig at, for Texaco. Yeah, it's kind of like vice president. No, not that it oh, matters. Yeah, not it that it matters. matters. But you're passing yourself off as you're just like this this country bumpkin, and you're just oh. You know what? What? My manager said you'd be a flagrant F-bomb of a D-bag, and he was right. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, sure. Okay, your manager. Yeah. yeah. The guy who put this entire just colossal waste of time together. Hey, don't you speak ill of him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Your manager, it says, K.M. Dupree's your manager? That's right, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, he's a great manager, and he's got an incredible stable of game changers uh -huh. like me. Like you. Who yeah. else does your does his great managers of yours represent? Oh well, off the top of my head, he's got uh, Courtney and Hutch. 
Who's Courtney and Hutch? Well, Courtney and Hutch, it's a uh, country folk magic duo uh, consisting of supermodel Courtney Stodden. <laughs> oh, you know of her. She's great. Very talented. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, uh, and her brilliant actor husband, Doug Hutchison. <laughs> Courtney and Hutch. She, I know Sharon's laughing right now because she, she knows that Doug is so vital and energetic. <laughs> and the two of them are like a whirlwind of inspiration. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, man, I, I almost teared up when I saw those touching photos yesterday of Doug and Courtney. Uh-uh. Uh, oh, photo. she's with child. Hold on, i got to see this. There's photos of them? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hold I'm on. looking at them right now. <laughs> oh, that photo is, that's horrible. It's man and his child bride. Oh, she's 21, he's 56. Hey, if it works for him, it works for him, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. It's gross. Uh-huh. You know what? Uh, uh, KM has already signed the baby to a management deal. The, the unborn baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Big things ahead for that little shaver. Uh, That's <laughs> gross. Who is that it on the roster? You and Courtney and Hutch? No way, son. You listen up. He's also got Gene Ray Simmons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who is Gene Sim- Gene Ray Simmons? Yeah, Gene Ray Simmons. That's yeah. Gene Simmons' country persona. Oh, yeah. His songs consist of country versions of Kiss songs, uh-huh. like uh, you know, "Horses in Waiting," "The Farm Giveth," and "The Farm Taketh Away." Uh-huh. Uh, I love it. Country calling Doctor Silo, <laughs> uh, Des Moines Country City. I don't want to. So Gene Simmons. I want to rock doing- and roll all night and bale hay all day. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, man. Oh, wait till you hear uh, Robbie Lee Blake. Who is Robbie Lee Blake? That's Robert Blake's country persona. Robert Blake, the the actor who... Don't say it. <laughs> allegedly. That never got proved. Okay, allegedly. You happy? I am happy. Uh-huh. Murdered his wife. Hey. Well, to, you know, to be honest. Yeah. Nobody's quite sure what he's actually doing, but uh-huh. they're all scared of it. Sure, he's terrifying. Yeah. Anyone else? Uh, yeah, Country Kev. Country Kev. Well, who is Country Kev? Country Kev is Kevin Smith's country act. Oh. Yeah, he what? wears overjorts. What is an overjort? <laughs> Drop my pick, hang on. Okay, yeah, get your guitar pick. There we go, yeah. What is an overjort? Well, o- overjorts, are, it's a combination of overalls and jorts. Oh. And he's got the, a uh, he's got a uh, New Jersey uh, hockey logo on the back too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. he doing? Singing? No, oh, no. He, he's making a movie called General Store. It's basically like Clerks, but it's crossed with, with Hee Haw. Okay, that sounds awful. Yeah. That's it for the roster. No, it ain't it. Okay, <laughs> who else? Duster Diamond. Duster Diamond. Yeah. And what's that? Dust. That, let me that, guess. It's Dustin Diamond, the mutant from Saved by the Bell. Wait, have you seen his electronic press kit already? No, I have not seen his EPK yet. Wait, what's that? Electronic press kit. Oh, I didn't know you could shorten it. i got to write that down. I've been yeah. seeing electronic press kit for years. Yes. You can shorten it there, Dave. E P. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. You know, I I just realized who your manager is. Is Kenny Dupree? This dimwit I've dealt with over the years. 
who is this yeah he's a country singer who would call and did a song called freedom bombs and then but was like ready to write country songs like against bush just if the money was right that's your manager yeah Ooh, you didn't tell me about that i gotta ask him about that Mm -hmm. i would but i'm scared of him yeah you're scared i don't know what he's got under that duster Uh uh-huh yeah hey look i got uh I got some new songs that's going to be big hits. Mm-hmm. You know, most likely for myself, but I'd be willing to share them with someone else. You know, yeah. someone I deem worthy, like I don't know, uh, Florida Georgia Line. They're great, mm-hmm. or Blake Shelton. Yeah, okay, you've. I think you've wasted everyone's time. No, I want to play. I want to play one for you. No, I don't want Come you on. to play a song. Listen, you little northern fudge burger. You're going to let me sing my melodies, or I'm going to come over there and whip the living puss out of you with my wallet chain. You hear me? Oh my God. Fine, you sing, sing, sing. But uh, but just play little. Can you just at least play little snippets of the songs? Why? Because I don't have all night. You've already talked every one of your stories. All right, all right, all right. But I'm telling you, if if anything you do is like offensive, I'm pull. I'm 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 stopping you. All right. Okay. Here's one. She got them painted on jeans in the back of my pickup truck. I've had too much whiskey and now I'm too okay. drunk. Nope, uh, nope, okay, no, stop. Oh, you stop? Okay, well, all right, all right, check this one out. I'm a lover, not a fighter, except when I drink any alcoholic beverage to excess. Okay, no, no, I don't like where that's going. Except when I drink any alcoholic beverage to excess. No. I, I write from real life. Okay. Real experience. Yeah, anything else? All right, yeah, how about this one? Uh, her daddy owns the keys to our house, and she owns the keys to my nuts. No, no, no. You're never going to guess what happened when I was delivering you that, dropped that your second pick. line. You dropped your pick. I, no, I saw this incredible thing running by. It was yeah. a mouse yeah. wearing, wearing overalls. A little, little country and mouse. And it had a little wheat thing yeah, coming out of its mouth. Kind of freaked you out a little bit. It did, yeah. 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 All right, is that it? That's all your songs? Are you nuts? Of course that ain't all my oh, songs. great. Okay. <laughs> all right, here's one I think everybody can identify with. All right, let's see. If I'd known you was going to leave me, I'd have never done those things for you. Like designing your website and teaching you how to drive stick. Okay, that sucks. That's really That's sucks. great. That's, a, that's one of my better ones. Okay, that's terrible. That's like, that's like Dylan. I think Dylan had a song very similar about to that. designing websites. About, he definitely had a, so, a song about teaching uh, uh, Joan Baez how to drive stick. All right. Oh. All right, here, here's one that I, oh, I know okay. I know you'll love. Okay. <laughs> you ask me why I am the way I am. Oh. And I have an easy answer for you. When I was six, I saw Mama showing her underwear to the <laughs> oven repair man. <laughs> oven repair man. Yeah. <laughs> terrible. Well... It's, hey man, it, it happened to me, so it, it's in a song, right? Uh-huh. I sure. think a song like that could help a lot of kids. 
Oh. All right, let's let's get it uh, back in the honky tonk for a little. Oh, bit, so right? you have more of these? Oh, I got plenty more. Here we go. Oh, plenty more. Great. If I'm guilty of anything, it's of loving you too much, and also stealing your checkbook late last night. <laughs> so, no, that's so. That's what you're guilty. You're guilty of loving too much and stealing. Okay, no. Like you've never done that. No, I've never done it. No. You never done some like night check writing. No. In a, in a cheap motel. Night check. Have you ever written a night check, Hayes? I've never written a check. Oh man, that puts that gives me an idea for a song. Night check writing in a in a seedy hotel. Night check writing in a seedy Stop. hotel. No, I don't. That's terrible. Don't work. It's bad enough you're playing like written songs. Don't like write new ones. Hey man, now. you're getting the, you're getting the inside uh, scoop on how I carve my masterpieces. Oh, right, here's one I think. Here's oh, a little God. funky one I, I was working on. What? I just got off stage playing to a thousand people, and now I gotta hear you talk for 20 minutes about how your coworker's been stealing paper clips out of your cubicle. <laughs> Stupid! That's the dumbest one yet! That's true though, it actually happened. <laughs> happens every night, Jesus. Uh huh. A little bit tired of it, okay. trying to celebrate, and. Uh huh, yeah. My, my, my new lady, Sheila, is. Uh, Mm-hmm. She's got problems at work, and I, oh. I got to hear about them. I guess. All right. I guess that's a two-way street. Oh. Yeah. Well, there's no more. Oh, I got plenty more. Oh. Here you go. Stop. I had your body on my mind, and now I'm doing time for vehicular manslaughter. <laughs> the worst. They keep getting worse. How do they keep getting worse? No, they're getting better. Oh, you're, uh-huh. There's no way you're not going to think this is the best thing you ever heard. Oh. oh, girl, I know you're inconsolable. Cause a celebrity you never met died two days ago. <laughs> but please don't lie to me. I know you let Jeff put his bone in your doghouse. Stop. Nope. <laughs> All right, how about this one? Daddy loved all his children, but on his deathbed he said he loved me most because I did it with a solid gold dancer. Nope. Stop. Oh, man, all right. (sighs) Oh, girl, there's one thing you gotta know about me. Before we get Married tomorrow. I've been running a brothel out of my guest house. <laughs> no, no more. No. Wait, what was that? Oh, hang on. What? what? What the hell was that? What? Oh my god. Wait, wait, wait. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, I'm looking out the door. Hang on. Some bad amigos out there. Some amigo. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's offensive. Some amigos. What's cool? doing out there we're not making any noise over here stop shushing us they're coming in the house I'm going to ambush their asses getting out my chain wallet you're going to fight them with your chain wallet 
that? That's my that's my wallet chain. How big is your wallet? Well, I got a big wallet, Todd, and a big wallet deserves a big chain. Uh-huh. All right, you banditos. I got a little song for you now. It goes something like this. Listen up, amigos. I'm going to tell you the story of the wallet chain Avenger. Oh, wow. That was exciting at the end. Yeah, he's in a fight. He's fighting people with a wallet chain. I couldn't hear any people, though. I guess we're just hearing his side of it. <laughs> his wallet chain oh, side of it. That was horrifying. I apologize. I no, apologize. Right? I know the music you like to hear, Sharon Horgan, is not that. You like to hear metronomy. Right. I like a bit of Gene Ray Simmons. Mm. You like Gene Ray Simmons? (laughs) Oh, no. Best show. Hey. Hey. What's up? Not a whole lot. What's up with you? Not much. This is Ian from uh, Nova Scotia. Okay. What am I supposed to do? Cartwheels? (laughs) I don't know. Can you do a cartwheel? Yeah, what do you think? <laughs> How are you this evening? What? How are you this evening? I'm great. I'm here with Sharon Horgan and Hayes Davenport. Oh, I'm a big fan of Hayes Davenport's podcast, uh, Hollywood Handbook, and Sharon and all the things that she does. How's that feel? We all got it once now. I got it at the haunted prison. <laughs> Hayes got it uh, on the previous call a while ago, and then you just got it. But you're just used to people knowing who you are. I'm, glad, I'm glad to get it. It's it's refreshing. Keeps me down to earth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just if the. <laughs> well, so what do you want, Ian? Um, we, you guys brought up Kevin Smith. That's a pretty good one. Be handcuffed to Kevin Smith. Oh boy, that'd be pretty rough. Jeez, like the amount of stories he'd be telling with, uh, you'd have to hear that giant spider story, I'd imagine. Well, again, him writing the Superman movie again. Oh, boy. All right. And he's not going to skip a night with his wife either. Just because yeah, he's hanging no, up with somebody, he's yeah. not going to skip yeah. out on that. Oh, and he won't. Sh- and he won't. Sorry, I had to hang up on that guy. Best show. Hello. Hello. Who's this? Andy Kindler's calling. Andy Kindler. Do you know who Andy Kindler is, Sharon? I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. That's... Take a second, Sharon. Think. Maybe you know. Search. Maybe you will. If something will come up. Uh, no, nothing. Nothing. This, sorry. This is like Jewish comedian. This is like oxygen for me. Oh, I'm so sorry. When he, no, because it's <laughs> it's my favorite thing when Andy, when people don't know who Andy is. Uh huh. Right. Right, I'm, Andy. I'm gonna wiki you tomorrow or the next day. He'll, his, uh, his name's in red on Wikipedia. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, he's by the, Friday at the latest, is what I always say. His, his name is... You're in red on Wikipedia, right, Andy? Yeah, I'm not sure what that means. Is it bad? Like, I'm in... Uh, like, on it's unclickable. It's, not cl- it's, it's pretty good. I mean, it's it's something, but it's not much. He's very funny. Oh. He's a comedian. He's very funny. He's like Rob Delaney up. crossed with... Don Knotts. With Don Knotts. Do you know Don Knotts? No. That's why I'm Andy not, Griffith I'm not, show. Uh, yeah, he was uh, a Barney Fife on the Andy Griffith show. Okay, so, so cro- I, I haven't been here very long. So cross Bob <laughs> Delaney. 
with Well, you'd have to have been here uh, yeah. in the past, really. And you know Hayes, right, Andy? Of course I know Hayes. Hi, Andy. How's it going, Hayes? Oh, things are good. I got the hotline number. Very excited about it. First, someone played an Ashton Kutcher prank and gave me only six of the seven digits. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I spoke to a guy named Tony. And you just kept calling until one of them, you figured the final digit out? You called a yeah, six-digit number and somebody answered? No, no, no. It was a seven-digit number. But uh, I got one right. This is, I usually save these stories for panel. I don't like to, you know what I mean? I don't like to <laughs> blow it out here on the show. Andy? These are panel stories. Yes, sir. What, what's, what, what's going on? I, that's my new uh, Army guy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, sir. I'm going to explain Andy uh, what's Kindler. What's going on? He's is, so funny. Uh, I'm telling you, this is the funniest guy ever. I swear. I see him I like do stand up. Me up, Sharon. I'm telling. I I'm, can't help but fail. All right, all right, don't don't undo what I'm trying to do here. Okay, okay. Who should I do my old man voice? I'm a very old man. Oh, I'm tired because I'm old. Oh, <laughs> no good. I like it. Are you from? You're from uh, England, correct? Or as you say, the UK? I, I live in London. Right. And when I was in London, I noticed that there were two kinds of. Uh, comedy shows they were like very urbane witty and then you turn a channel on and the guy, a channel on and the guy go I got a big old funny anime head oh I haven't seen that show I got an at on me Ed I got a funny anime head and I'm dancing around does that sound like a British show at on me Ed any bells it sounds good though at no, on but me there's Ed. a highbrow the, uh, the 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 social uh, commentary because everything I say is social commentary undertones is the highbrow lowbrow you got highbrow and then you couldn't go more lowbrow. Wait, when are you highbrow? Oh, when I'm doing my jokes, I, like when I say uh, Einstein couldn't come up with a unified Einstein came up with a theory of relativity but couldn't come up with a unified field theory. Nice going, Einstein. <laughs> that's highbrow. You have to know Einstein. Okay, you have to know theory of relativity. That's highbrow. You have to know. You know. You have to have references. When you see this guy do stand up, I'm sorry, Sharon. When you see this guy do stand up, the thing is, when you see him, now you're staring at me too much. I'm not gonna. But we can find a middle. <laughs> Why ground I am between you falling asleep <laughs> or staring at me. There's got to be some some space. Right, got to be between those two no. poles. It's either this or. This, <laughs> but he, you're, he's so funny. But then you're like waiting for the show to start, and then you realize, oh, this is the show. It's just him being funny in the moment. Like he keeps talking about how poorly the show is going to do, and you're just laughing and laughing. And then that's the show, though. That's the thing. That's genius. He's in the moment. I'm a de I deconstruct the deconstruction. He's like our Ricky Gervais. Mm -hmm. Oh, Ricky oh, Gervais. Ricky Gervais is. Uh, I heard that he's uh, an atheist. I don't know. I, or, or and I also heard. I, he I think care. that's just a rumor. I've never. <laughs> yeah, you need to get. You can't just throw uh, yeah. statements I like that around. I don't think he'd like that. Ooh. Well, you know what else he, he likes to do? He likes to say half of his tweets say how much he doesn't care what other people think of him. That's half his tweet. <laughs> <laughs> and then he also says a couple weeks ago he did this. It was just great. He goes. I'm going to go out. He announced, he's, he's such a seasoned stand-up that he announces when he goes out and does sets. He goes, I'm going out 
for New Topical Tuesday, and some of these jokes are so offensive, even I'm offended by them. That's the kind of tweet they'll do over and over. He's a he's a hum, he's a humble guy. Mm-hmm. He really is. Mm-hmm. He's a good he looks at Donald Trump and he says that guy seems self-effacing. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Kindler yes. Yes. Com. Yes. yes. Yes, AndyKindler.com is still up. And by the way, uh, the 2004 tour dates have been taken down. <laughs> the 2004 dates are finally yes. off the site. Everything yeah. now. You finally got you go in touch there, with that webmaster who. My webmaster's retired. <laughs> and, he, and he uses a fill in the name of an old computer Commodore. He uses a Commodore 6400 before Lionel Richie. Uh-huh. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. We're, we're all still <laughs> here. <laughs> now, Andy, when are you performing live? Give me some live dates here. Oh, Tom. Uh, why do I uh, preface? The only thing I can't stand when people do now, and maybe some people, in, I don't know, when people start a sentence with so, as if we've already been talking about it. So you ask me about my li- live dates again. What about your live dates? So I'm on the road, so it makes it seem like it's more conversational. I mean, I, I, that was a terrible example of anything. <laughs> Acme Comedy Company, company. Yeah. Uh, July 12th to the 16th, go to Ticketmaster.com and uh, ask for Aerosmith. And then I'm at the Just for Laughs. I'm not, it's not about plugs, but I'm at the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal where I deliver my scathing State of the Industry speech. Yeah, he does a State of the Industry speech where he just rips people left and right. He just gives them the business. Really, he's. You want a sample? Yes, I do. Okay, Louis C.K. wrote to his fans, and and uh, and because he's so rich, and you know, and he and on his show, like he always keeps you guessing. Like the first year of Louis, you, you liked it because it was funny. Boom, he goes a different way. <laughs> so, boom, you like comedy? Boom. How about now? Shocked? Shocked? You're welcome. Oh, where'd you? Oh, is it laughs you were looking for? Not gonna find them. <laughs> so the first year his wife was white, the second year she was African American, and next next year she's gonna be a throw pillow. His wife, just to go all French independent director. Well, he wrote a letter to his fans, and he told us, and he compared Trump to Hitler in the media because he's such a genius, Louis C.K. and his fashion sense is American Gervais. Yeah. Black T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Tom loves when I launch into what sounds like thirty-year-old material. Yeah, but he wrote a letter to his fans, and he compared Trump to Hitler. And my claim is because he's rich, rich, and he's the big media darling. I've been comparing everybody to Hitler for many years. I said Dane Cook was like Hitler, except at least Hitler had a point of view, and it's that kind of stuff. <laughs> at least Hitler had a point of view. And this is yeah, the kind he of also stuff. told his fans not to vote for Trump. And I certainly hope the people who download Horace and Pete don't vote for Trump like they were going to. Did you Did you watch Horace and Pete, Andy? No, because for very stereotypical Jewish reason. I'm going to pay per episode for a thing? What am I, Rockefeller? <laughs> <laughs> I probably you you've watched it right. I didn't Tom? watch it yet. No, feels a little homeworky to me. Right. Well, you could get the whole series. Okay, you don't like it by the episode. Now you can get the whole series. 
It's deadly serious. It takes place in a bar. It's really darkly lit. You have to shine a flashlight on the screen. <laughs> See what's going on. There's no comedy. Because that would be wrong. Oh, Andy. Oh, I love you, Andy. See? Oh, thank you. You know how hard I worked to get you on my side? It always wins. Oh, I was end. on your side from the start. Kindler wins in the yeah. end. I've got your yeah. tour dates written down. Yeah, so... Well, I, I love how I want someone who has no idea who I am to instantly love me. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, yeah, I love I'll, you. I will you go. know I love you, and I know you. I, well, you without you, there would be other people, but it wouldn't be as stable. <laughs> <laughs> well... We will talk. To you. I'll talk go, to you right? soon. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. No, you don't have to go. But you, I'm gonna. I hang love up it. On I you. love you, Hayes. Bye, Andy. Are you gonna do Hollywood Handbook? We've been corresponding for a while. Uh, we're trying to nail down a, a time. Right? I screwed up. I seriously, my cat, my dog ate my ability to be to properly return people's emails. No, I, I really <laughs> dropped the ball on it. But then you haven't been doing it for a while, or I'm ready. We've to been. Do it. Yeah, I've been out of town. But we'll. Uh, okay. You know, lots of people are. Clamoring to get you on the show, Andy. We would love to have you. All right, buddy. For the first time in my life, Siri spoke to me after five years. Wonderful. Maybe. Um, what's that? When you're out here, you let me know. We'll come on, come on the show. Come in. Okay, but as every as, you know, every phone call ends the same way. Like my new stage name, Fizzles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye, Andy. Bye, Andy. What a thrill. Oh, wow. He's so funny. I love him so You're much. You're going to love him. You watch his stuff. It's Where did you, Jen's going to follow him on tour like widespread panic. In, L, in L.A., just seeing him around in yeah. L.A., and he's so funny. He's He just like, he he starts the thing and then just starts dismantling it as it starts, and then it's like... <laughs> just suddenly over, you know. Yeah. Like. And then an hour went by, and you can't <laughs> help you. You're dying laughing, and you realize... That he didn't yeah, start. never started. What he said he was going to start. <laughs> well, I'm going to say we have a couple minutes left in the show. Sharon Horgan. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Did Sorry. you have an okay time? I, I had the best time. I had a great time. You're so great. <laughs> I'm sorry I was jet lagged. No. Don't worry. Sorry about my sniffles. Don't worry. Sorry about my ankle clicking. Did you hear it? It's like on the mic. It's ear splitting. Uh, I'm sure people at home are just like, "What is that?" They're is just that like, a- "Yeah, they're rebooting their computers because they're just like." I can't stop some- joking. No, I can't oh, hear really? it at all. Yeah. Do it now. Wait. Yeah, I did hear. I did get that one. Actually. That's new. That's 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 because of Austin. That's post. Wow. Aust- that's post trampoline. That's post muscle relaxing champagne trampoline. Now, do you think that was the most American thing you've ever done? We've talked like. Like uh, oh, in Texas broke on a trampoline, drunk on a trampoline. Yeah, yes, yeah, pretty. <laughs> like that's like you are one third American. That got now. me my um, uh, visa part way sorted. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, like the the U.S. government was just like you're here. We're yeah. gonna spot you seven years. I can vote here now. That's how that's how we won the war. <laughs> All the British soldiers. Yes. Had to- we take a couple calls, then we'll say goodnight. Best show. Hello. Uh, how are you doing, Tom? Good. Real fast. 
Good. Uh, this is this is Jonathan from Toronto. Are we still doing the topic? Yeah. What do you got? Real quick. Come on. Come on, John. Well, I got. Run. I got. Wait. You're you're missing obvious. Okay, then say, say it. Yet? What? Oh, I'm gonna hang up. Oh, on who? You. Just so, who? Who? Yeah, just say who. It. I said Mike Love. Mike Love. Sure. Yeah. Let's put Mike Love on the thing. Fifty. Gary Busey's a right. You put Mike Love three. That's how, <laughs> that's, how, that's how much movement there is on this list. Okay. Is that it, champ? Goodbye. Best show. Nah, you're too slow on the draw. Best show. Yeah, how about the guy that's Burt Reynolds' stunt double in that new movie? <laughs> Wait, who? Burt Reynolds is filming a new movie, I guess, before he kicks off. And he plays this old guy. Oh, and you're he's... charming. <laughs> aren't, aren't, aren't you the charmer? Man, Burt Reynolds is doing a new movie before he kicks off. Yeah. How dare he still draw air after all the entertainment he provided everyone. You might be the... That's like the most heartless thing I've ever heard, right? Go ahead. But I want to hear more of it. Go ahead. Well, he cannot walk long distances because he played football when he was young and he did his own stunts in his own movie so he needs a wheelchair to get around so they have a stunt man doing everything and he's wearing this rubber mask complete with the Burt Reynolds toupee and everything and it looks freaky it does it looks nothing like him and the mask doesn't even fit the guy but I guess they're filming at long distances you don't want to be handcuffed to him (laughs) You know, you look. To be fair to this guy, I don't want to be handcuffed to a guy in a rubber Burt Reynolds mask either. You've, you're in, in in pure playing by the rules of the game. You're great at this game, but you've got a really crummy world, like a really crummy spirit to you. Just say that thing again. I want to hear you say it one more time about. Burt Reynolds before he kicks off. I don't even know your name. What's your name? My name's Justin. Where are you calling from, Justin? Philadelphia. Okay, Phil. Yeah. All right. Big shocker. (laughs) Go ahead. Don't don't read too much into that. Um, I know Philadelphia. You're right. It is the angriest city you've ever been to. I I know. Believe me, I agree with that. I'm not one of those people. I guess it was. I'm a bit blunt. I I can't help that. Yeah. Yeah. A yeah. bit blunt. But, uh, he's showing one more movie, uh, you know, before he kicks off. He wants to give it one more go around. He wants All right. To- it's, it's lost it. Lost it. You, you had it. You lost Diminishing it. Diminishing return. Best show. Hey, uh, Jason Mann from Project Greenlight. Jason Mann, the director on Project Greenlight. <laughs> His hand. No handcuff could, that, that he can't just slip out of. <laughs> just like, oh, handcuffs. Yeah. Just like, yeah. fold his hand into like a, a stick and just like, swarp <laughs> it right out. Use his fingernail to unlock yours to. First, and, and it would be really cold to yes. a picture. So yeah. they're like, oh, his handcuffs are freezing. This metal is conducting his cold. Yeah, like, like he's got like reptile blood. Thank you. Perfect. Jason Mann, seventeen. Best show. Dummy boy. Goodbye. Nobody calls me that. Best show. Hey, it's Richard from Middle Village Queens. All right. What do you got? 
Go ahead, real hey, fast. Hey, uh, Tom, it's Richard, the guy who made your uh, cronut costume. That's um, right, yes. You made a costume for Mike where he was yes. a, a superhero, Captain yes. Cronut. Yes. Dumb, maybe uh, the dumbest moment in the history of the entire show. <laughs> uh, I was going to say uh, Chun Lee from Pawn Stars. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, you know he 11. smells, and plus he's awful. Yes, perfect. Richard, thank you. Five star call. I want to tell everybody this Saturday, June 25th, prove it all night. Pat Burns live show returns in the live uh, setting at the WFMU performance space. 9 p.m. It's $5 to get in. Uh, the Everyman, a really great band will be playing. Uh, Christy Cielo, Psychic Bayos, and Surprise Guests. It's really great. If you're in, in New York or New Jersey, go see Pat Burns live show. It's on WFMU every Saturday, but they do the live show from the FMU performance space. Go check it out. You get more information where, Pat? At Prove It Show. Great. Thank you. I thought of a good one. What's that? Who? Uh, the the Lohan family. All the Lohans. So like a chain gang. <laughs> yeah. The circle of handcuffs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a Lohan centipede uh, attached to... A Lohan centipede. <laughs> attached to... Uh, Handcuff. That yeah. number one? No? You don't have to. How long does this competition last? Look, this, look, do they ever end? Does this I ever, don't know. This never ends, Sharon. This will come back round again. Oh, yeah. How many spaces have you filled? I'm worried you haven't filled We've them all We've like up. seven. This will, <laughs> this will go on oh, okay. for okay. 14 years. Prom- 11 spaces were oh, filled okay. tonight. Not the most productive list we've done in the show's history dump all these calls mike they can call next week i'm 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 done everybody's got to go home hayes davenport thank you oh tom it's always a real pleasure hollywood handbook every tuesday comes out maybe you'll be on it again soon how many episodes have i done six at least i'm the number one guest right in the history of the show you lapped the number two guest yeah but number one, even if I did one, it's one episode. I think it's still be yes, like that's right. Number one, but I've just earned it now. Am I honorary third chair on it? We can say it at this point. People honorary. are asking for that. I don't know if I'm ready to honorary declare third honorary third chair yet. I don't want the honorary third chair. What I do want is everybody to listen to this song by one of my favorite bands, Real Estate. We'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Sharon Horgan. Thanks, Hayes Davenport, and uh, uh, yeah. Bye. I didn't mean to say it like they say it on Hollywood. That was not what I meant. Don't think I didn't notice that. I'll say, my friends, Tuesday has now become Wednesday. I don't want to go, but I got to go. The best show will be back next week.